Welcome to Lorehammer, episode 30, Chaos Ascendant. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. And you can call me by my demon name, Grashnich. I will call you Mark. Okay. This is uh, Jordan coming at you. And uh, joining us today again is Skylar. Hi, Skylar. How's it going? Good, man. How are you guys? Doing good. Pretty freaking fantastic. Really? Freaking awesome. Because you seem like you've been avoiding me recently, Eric. <laughs> Seems like there's so been a Skylar. lot of attention. <laughs> Wait, how, well, yeah, what's going on? What's Seems going like on? I text you, hey, Eric, you want to hang up? Did you uh, beat Mark in Warhammer lately? No. Is, is that no, why you're avoiding him? If anything, it's I lose to Mark in Warhammer. Oh, and, and that's and, why you're avoiding him. I feel gotcha. like a whipped dog. We haven't even played in like... It's been a long time. It's been a time. while. 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Not quite, but it's prob- a while. Uh, probably a lot of it is because um, it's a very volatile hour when we play. Yes. <laughs> Anything can happen. Milk crates are kicked. <laughs> yeah. Somebody is walking away crying. Yeah. For sure. oh, Somebody's And upset. it's mostly me <laughs> walking away crying. That's for sure. Get good, son. Um, you better get good. Yeah. Well, today we are, uh, this is our 30th episode this is crazy. Chaos Ascendant. We are coming up on a year of downloads. Yep. Yeah. A year of releases of episodes. Um, I, I think August 1st is our anniversary. Yeah, so hopefully oh, finally man. somebody will download at least one episode of yeah, this. Yeah, that'll be... <laughs> that's the goal. Please, we've been doing this for a whole damn year. <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah. You know, that would be the dream. We're watching that download screen just every day. Yeah. Isn't that a refresh? Yeah. Just like, please, one. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> somebody out there. Do I, you like I me? honestly can't believe I've spent... We'll say every episode's two-ish hours sure. i've spent at least 60 hours with you guys in my car <laughs> that's the worst over the past year that's insane never mind the bonus episodes which are yeah. whatever yeah, right yeah. so and there's how many bonus episodes now like five, five? yeah something like that. yeah something so, and they're between an hour hour and a half ish so two. potentially like 70, 70 hours ish yeah. 70 to 80 hours oh my god that is a lot you got you know what you guys should really feel accomplished because Oh, I do. Oh, absolutely. You know the g- here. Pat yourself on the back, Eric. <laughs> We're patting him right <laughs> Thank now. Thank <laughs> you. I really appreciate that. Look, I can't succeed in real life, so I might as well um, succeed right here. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I just wanted to say too, like uh, the best podcasters say that if you can't make it past seven episodes, yeah. then you'll fail. So you guys are way past that ah, now. So now we're so, successful podcasters. Well, why, <laughs> well I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, How does know. one define yeah. success? Yeah. Well, I guess once you start making money from it, which you guys will. We have made a little bit. Nothing yeah. serious. We are making money. Yeah. 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 A well, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of but. course. But I mean, that's the greatest thing, and and people well, enough to put it back into yeah. the yeah the exactly. Podcast. And you know what? If it's your if it's your passion, it'll always pay off. And but anyways, yeah. that's great, guys. Like yeah. seriously, these guys are real pros, <laughs> and I'm uh, well super super happy to be here. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's always nice. Except when, when Christian's here. I don't want to be around him. Well, of course, nobody wants that kind of negative energy when they're trying to be creative. Don't like those vibes. Exactly. <laughs> um, on the topic of people like, liking the podcast, um, Games Workshop is doing like a... Uh, I think they're trying to start their own 40K podcast. It's fine. But, like, that could so be interesting. They're doing like a server. What so, took them so long? I don't know. They're friggin' late. They do a lot of like webcasts. Yeah, they do a lot of other stuff and videos and stuff. Little comics. Uh, Yeah, but uh, they're doing a survey right now where it's like, 
like how many podcasts do you listen to like what's the length but the important question is what are your favorite 40k podcasts so if oh, you like warhammer okay. go go do that survey yeah, totally. where can we survey. find that just Put, on games workshop okay. i think it's on the community community page okay so, so everybody just, knows yeah <laughs> will it be in the show bump, notes bump, will it be in the show notes maybe i'm gonna promise that it will be but i won't do that okay you know, I'm, okay i'm all talk and no no <laughs> action part of me is a little bit worried about though because if if like if you hit games workshops radar like does that mean now like mm. they're like patent trolls or being like how much no. of our intellectual property are you <laughs> no, stealing? I, no, I, I think uh, from I the sounds so. of it, they were trying to find like uh, what everyone is kind of into. Yeah, yeah. What's just, what's like the type of podcast yeah. they want? Yeah. What's and, like the setup and the sequence? Yeah. Here, here's cool. what here's what scares me. I've just what, heard about what this gives right you now. Fear? I've just heard this now, mm-hmm. but immediately comes to mind that they are going to uh, put a monopoly on the lore because it's literally their lore. So anything they say now has to be taken as canon, <laughs> and there won't be that fun yeah. of of speculation, which all the all the lore podcasts and and video casts and everything have. I, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. going to take some fun out of it almost. Yeah, it might. There's so there, there is a lot a, of like lore on YouTube. There's yeah. tons like, yeah. YouTube of lore. lore guys. Yeah. Yeah. But but half of them they even say like these are these are speculations, these are theories and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like they'll kind of ruin it. <laughs> I, hopefully they're not that dumb. And especially yeah. if they're trying to get people's input, they'll recognize okay, people actually enjoy the speculation and mm-hmm. they enjoy that missing knowing yeah. what's actually happening. So. Yeah. Right. But they, they have an Age of Sigmar podcast that they do, and it's a lot of... Um, that, that's uh, Games Workshop? Yeah, like oh, that's I their fantasy oh, model. Oh, I didn't realize line. that was game. Or no, Warhammer the, Fantasy. Oh, you mean yeah. that? Yeah. The, 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 the. Well, they don't call it Warhammer Fantasy anymore. They call it Age of Sigmar. Right. right. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And it's called like the Stormcast or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I haven't listened to an episode, but I have heard reviews and stuff. But like people are saying it's way too like scripted. And way too like dry mm-hmm. where like um and also like they focus a lot on just like tactics and like new releases and stuff like that of it's, course because they're so, selling product classic yeah, games so like class I, good... I think if i was gonna play fantasy i'd just rather play lord of the rings yeah same, so. same. Like, especially with what funner. is currently happening with age of sigma yeah. where they just introduced space marines so. every, did they every, actually ah pretty much <laughs> oh there's like God. an astartes <laughs> with Swords and shields. Pretty well. Even though there's that in Warhammer 40k too. <laughs> Anywho, well, just go do that survey, and when they ask, like, "Oh, what's your favorite podcast?" You know, say, put Lorehammer. Lorehammer. Yeah. the best. I'm gonna go uh, bump Lore. that. Good man. Yeah. <laughs> do it right now while we're recording. Jordan. Okay. Where Where is okay. it? Clicking. He's clicking on the thing. Well, I don't want to watch him do it. Is um, it on Facebook? It, no, it's on uh, Warhammer Community. Yeah. But um, speaking of us also getting paid while <laughs> we do this, uh, mm-hmm. we do have a Patreon that we um, have set up for you guys. You can find it. Um, well, f- set up for us. <laughs> yeah, for you guys, for us. Yes. yes. Which I still haven't been contributing don't, to uh, which i definitely got called out that. on last, last last episode i remember this i don't know i'm very sorry about that my my if you're on this like if you uh any of our guests that have ever been on like we're gonna have to start having like if they don't have us on patreon we gotta have a jar in the door and be like look now they're here <laughs> so if you want to come in <laughs> the friendship tax exactly like if you want to come in and, yeah yeah gotcha and gotcha. record with us you gotta pay into the jar excellent uh, but we have a Patreon, um, we have a, a PayPal, we have, um, and that's just for like, we want to cover some costs of our annual fees, we want to upgrade some equipment that we have. Uh, we also 
um, have a red bubble, which yes. is uh, our logo on like just some product and merchandise that you can pick up. We do make a little bit on that. So uh, if you're looking for Lorehammer merchandise, check that out. All of that can be found on our Facebook page or on our um, Podbean yeah. webpage. And yeah. it's totally not Games Work in Games Workshop intellectual property. No, that, no. That's for sure. No, it no. definitely is. It Our better not be because is. we bought it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's start this episode. And to start, I have a uh, 40K quote of the day. And today is all about uh, the gifts of chaos, the uh, the boons of, of the, the gods. Mm-hmm. How mm. you can get a little piece of their power for yourself. Right, oh. right. Well... How you can or how it can be shoved in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or up your butt. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Okay. So here's the quote I have. Uh, this is from Amphion and Zethus, who are two word bearer sorcerers, and it's from the Dawn of War Dark Crusade. With the 37 keys of Zinch, we open the way for our brothers. With a thousand whispers of Slanesh, we call to them. With the 12 plagues of Nurgle, we fell their enemies. And with the mighty axe of corn, we cut open the world for them. Ah. Excellent. Ah, fun guys, I think. <laughs> I, I can only assume so, right? I mean, they're chaos people, so why wouldn't they be? Yeah. Yeah. They're all about having good times. <laughs> um, so let's, um, let's dive right in yeah. to Chaos Ascendant. Uh, so the very first, first thing we have on this is uh, why choose chaos? We, uh, primarily on this podcast, we are of the uh, good, let's say. So either that means we're either um, uh, Tau or Imperium, <laughs> right? Because both of those are good. Mm. Yes. The Imperium is a very good um, force in 40K. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but uh. chaos is normally looked at as the bad, <laughs> you know, like the evil so in the weird. galaxy. Why? <laughs> Uh, you know what? Maybe it has something to do with all of the skulls mm. and the blood uh-huh. and the death and the whatnot that is <laughs> pervasive throughout the chaos gods. And the sexual perversion. Don't right. forget about yes. that. Yes, and yeah. the hey. rotting of flesh. As long as you're married, you can do whatever sick things you want to do. You just have to be married. Oh, but in chaos, <laughs> you don't a, have to do that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's evil. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> so evil. So, That's it. Burn Burn them. <laughs> Burn the the heretic, yeah. So I guess that's why uh, the very first thing we're going to talk about is why choose chaos? Mark, why should anyone choose (laughs) to to try and get a boon of chaos? Uh, I would say the biggest reason for most people is just power. Like, if you're sick of being pushed around by the Imperium, get a boon of chaos. Now you become more powerful and you can defend yourself. Um also, another big reason would just be ambition. Like, we'll talk about it later, but, like, if you're super ambitious, sometimes you can only go so far with, if you fall to chaos, you, you can... You Sky's can, the oh, limit. Yeah, you can always find yeah. the next power. You, can you always, have something backing you up now that yeah. is way more powerful than you could comprehend. Mm. Yeah. So what you're saying is the hierarchy and maybe the Imperium would limit you. Yeah. Oh, even yes. if your abilities were... Way yeah. better than anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Else. Like, if you're a guardsman and you're the best guardsman out there, right? Like, Chan- you're, you're still going to die in marine. three years. Yeah. 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 And chances are good you're not going to be given a command. Mm. Like, because most command positions are usually given to, like, you know, people who've gone to officer school or noble houses right. or right. whatnot. You know? They don't give it to the actual guys on the ground. Yeah. No, of course. Some not. houses will. Yeah. But most the not. The better yeah. houses. Yeah. <laughs> or some regiments. But yeah, so 
Um, I would say, yeah, those are the two big things. Like, if you are looking for power or you're just super ambitious, you know. Yeah, chaos definitely um, is way more appetizing to those who crave power and, uh, you know, greed yeah. is a big thing. Uh, ambition, um, yeah. anyone who feels kind of like they're limited in what they are, it's kind of like an easy out. Like, yeah. in ours, it's a deal with the devil. You know, yeah. you sell yeah. your soul for something greater yeah. than yeah. this. Well, that's exactly what chaos is. Like, if you're done with that, you know, that guardsman captain putting his gun on your neck and threatening you well <laughs> maybe just sprout a horn and stab him through the face with it <laughs> yes and then watch the it face. right like yeah that's that's uh that's why we want chaos because um, they can do things that we could never dream yeah. of doing also sometimes chaos chooses you yep um like chaos is constantly trying to corrupt your soul right and constantly trying to get it whoa not corrupt Trying to broaden its horizons, <laughs> enlighten. Trying yeah. to show it another path. Yeah. So you know, there's the all, truth. There's always that whisper in the back of your mind, like humans. Let's admit it. Like we're all horrible creatures. Oh, absolutely. Like, we're we're always trying to screw whoa, over other people. Whoa, like, you now. Might not, I am a great person. <laughs> like you might not actually do it, but like usually your first thought is like, how can I get ahead? You know. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know, it's all about and you. That's, and this is like one of the things I actually like about this particular universe. It's not good for showing you like an archetype of, of heroism or how you could operate if you were a good person. Yeah. But man, is it good at ex- exposing how evil you actually are as yeah. a person, which is in a way, if you can understand how evil you could be as a person yeah. and it can tap into those those things, it could make you a better person hmm. or make you sure. way more like, evil. It, um. It's, it's kind of like being self-aware <laughs> yeah, exactly. of what your potential could because, be. Because how many people, I mean, how many Astartes walk around thinking that that they're, they're good and everything they're doing is good because it's for the emperor when little do they know. They can be corrupted just like that. Yeah. They, ha- they have no idea, right? Absolutely. So, and that—that's a metaphor for all of us, really. It, or it could be. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> everyone has the potential exactly. for either great good or great, great evil. <laughs> if you consider yeah. this evil, yeah. I yeah. personally, yeah. I consider yeah. it a gift. <laughs> <laughs> a sexy, sexy gift. <laughs> I was more thinking a bloody, bloody gift. Nah. But, okay. Your your gift is from Slanesh only. So. Oh. No, no, sorry, Marx's. You're mm, right. They, no, no, yes. don't touch me here. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's already started. Oh, God. Um, okay, uh, let's get right on. Uh, Mark, you want to take the next one? Um, oh, just on the topic, sorry, uh, of uh, chaos and stuff. Um, like, my mom was like the other day, she's like, <laughs> Oh, no. Sorry, oh, what was God. your mom oh, talking no. about? She's talking about sacrificing goats and chaos. Sure, okay, naturally. No, no, she was like, As she is. She's like, How's your podcast going? I'm like, Oh, it's fun. And like, just like very casually, like, I, I know she doesn't actually care. Right. So. She's just proving, showing that she actually has an interest somewhat in your e- life. Exactly. Yes. And she's like, What's your next episode on? And I said, Oh, like selling your soul to chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we get into a conversation, but one of her questions, so it's like, why would anyone ever want to play that? So that's a good question. Like that is why, a good question. Why that's does actually anyone, totally legitimate. Yeah. yeah. Like why does anyone want to play as the bad guys in the universe? Uh, I know why I would do it. Why? Uh, because I can't do it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, pretty it, much exactly what I said. It's the exact same yeah. reason people want to play grand theft auto exactly so that they can run over hookers and 
Um, yeah, do you think after you also do... paying that ho- hooker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't forget yeah. you retrieve her money once you kill her. The yeah, money yeah. you just paid. Yeah, but that's right. fine. Like, dead people can't own things. That's yeah, right. It's that's not right. even theft at that point. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's sort of it's sort of to do. I, yeah, I think there is like a human thing about like wanting to do the very taboo things yeah. without and, actually yeah. hurting. Anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. With, without having to suffer the consequences. Yes, yeah, you understand it. in real life there are consequences, yeah. but in this game, like I can put down a demon that I said has killed an entire planet. And put all the all the living people in one building, and then slowly watched it burn, mm. and like that's cool as a demon. But as <laughs> Eric, I could not do that physically or mentally. Both <laughs> physically. Yeah, phys- <laughs> but You're yeah, like th- so that that's pretty much what I said to her. Like, yeah, like you can live out like that dark side of your nature. And she doesn't have one of those, does she? Oh, she does. <laughs> that filthy minx. <laughs> oh, God. Never say that again. Never. What if it's about somebody else? Nope. Nope. Mm. Now nah, it's always tied to your mother. <laughs> your Who's a very a nice minx. lady, by the way. <laughs> oh, sure. She is. I know her, bud. Yeah, she's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we know why most people choose chaos, both in the universe and in our real life, Let's talk about who can choose it. Um, by far, the most common people in 40K that follow chaos is humanity. Mm. Two reasons. Number one, humanity is the most populous race in all of the galaxy. Even more than Not orcs? true. That's true. Oh. Orcs are the most populous. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yes. No, humans occupy the most planets in the entire galaxy. That doesn't mean you have the most people, though. And wouldn't populous be people? Or bodies? Which is last orcs. I read is that humanity had the largest population in the galaxy. No, no, that's definitely not true. Okay, I'll try but, and find that. But the other one being sure. is that they are very numerous. They're definitely the second most numerous. <laughs> what a, and, Do you like how I derogatorily like, pointed <laughs> yeah, you with my slurpy? Super passive aggressive. <laughs> passive aggressive patty over here. Um, and then the other one being is that very easy to manipulate. Yes. Yeah. Humanity is one of the easiest races to fall. Yeah. yeah, you definitely couldn't manipulate an orc to do that. Yeah. Also, humans are very ambitious too, yep. which is the other big thing. That's part of their manipulation. I, right? Like they, I guess, yes. Yeah. Sure. Like the Eldar's, natural ambition. Eldar yeah. understand where they are. They have that force of will that holds them firm mm-hmm. in, in their belief, whereas humans yeah. can be easily swayed with just a little promise of power. <laughs> yeah, so humans are definitely... Um, by far the most common servants of chaos. Um, but having said that, like anyone can serve chaos. Mm. So we're talking about some of the other races. We just mentioned Eldar. Even Eldar, there are chaos Eldar out there. And I'm not talking about like dark Eldar. Like I'm talking about like actual chaos Eldar. So Crazy. Like, serve Corn or serve Nurgle. I had no idea. Yeah, because the dark Eldar don't aren't technically chaos. Mm-mm. No, they're not. Hey. No. Yeah. No. They, they do chaotic things. Yeah. Right. And but, they are bad <laughs> they definitely walk that line of, yeah yeah but, but the, the purpose of them isn't to give worship to chaos it's to save themselves gotcha That's gotcha their, yeah. yeah but having said that like eldar is probably very like to come across the chaos eldar is very rare but like an example could be like so we know that eldar their soul is constantly being like uh devoured by slanish so maybe they made a pact with like change to have some magical ceremony to uh save their soul exactly to save their soul from uh change or from slanish so, like, that could be an example of why one might fall to chaos. Mm. Tau. Um, there's not really a whole lot of examples of Tau directly serving chaos. Like, I know um, 
with their recent lore, they go through that, like, the, the warp rift opens and they end up getting sucked across the galaxy. And a lot of them end up going mad and, like, turning, like, chaotic, but not actually serving chaos. It's more just that their mind has been, like, wrecked yeah, from yeah. seeing the horrors. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I don't think there's an actual example of, like, uh, Slaneshi Tao, you know, or a Chinchian Tao. Hmm. <laughs> Their souls aren't just aren't prized, and I think that would be the main reason. Um, like their impact is not as big in the warp, if it even has an impact. Right. If it even like yeah, yeah. if it does register at yeah. all. So yeah, like a Tau that's just like fulfilling all the excesses of life. It's not. It's not really feeding Slanesh. Therefore, it's not really. Slanesh isn't paying attention. Yeah. It can get um, so much more out of a human who's yeah. doing half as much. Yeah. Exactly. But. You know what? If somebody wrote like lore that a Tau had fallen to Korn, like sure, of course, yeah, like yeah. it. Just because your worship yeah. isn't listened to doesn't mean you can't worship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Sounds like every religion. <laughs> so, <Ooh>. Um. <laughs> next, we talk about Necron. Religion. You've just been burned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Necron. You can take that, Eric. Um. You seem like a, a Necron guy. Again, not really any instances of Necron worshiping. Uh, any chaos it's like they're robots and their souls have all been devoured so anything they do doesn't really register very similar to a Tau thing Um, but like I'm sure at some point some Necron have had their protocols or hardware software manipulated yeah tainted maybe yeah yeah, exactly a little bit of a curse you know in quotations uh, to do something that is entirely not within their protocols mm. and which therefore would serve the purpose of a chaos yeah, god. But I don't think there would, I, I don't want to say, I don't think there would ever be one, but I don't think it'd be very likely that there'd ever be a Cornanite uh, Necron overlord, you know, who's no. like mm. actively like, you know, blood for the blood god when yeah. he's yet running into battle. Like, I don't think that's ever really ever yeah. a thing it could be but yeah if you if but, you were to say that in your necron army that has happened i would be like wow that's one in the trillion yeah like for all we know <laughs> maybe like a bloodthirster was like um you know how they can like tie uh demons into machines yeah. maybe like the tomb world's like engine like their ai maybe not ai but they're like tomb world's resurrection protocols yeah exactly is like being infested by like a bloodthirster like, yeah. sure, you could maybe reason your right way around it, yes. um, but I don't think it would be a commonplace. It, it's another thing, like, the Necron have never had a good relationship with the warp because they can't touch it. Yeah. So why would any of the um, chaos gods spend any time, any effort on this? It's like an immaterium thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. they can't... They no. can't... Uh, they have no understanding yeah, touch of it. it or, yeah. They needed um, the Satan's help just to get into the yeah. webway. Yeah, exactly. So if they, like... Yeah, it wouldn't even make sense for Chaos to care about them at all. No, yeah. not really. Yeah. Like, yeah. So the, maybe maybe to enable them to conquer people that they want to, that they want conquered. Maybe something like that. Yeah. But that's the only way, right? Yeah. Like you could find Almost some just reason, like an alliance but, of necessity. Yeah. yeah. For, exactly. not for even, Chaos's part. Yeah and, yeah. and Necron wouldn't even know about that no. alliance either, yeah. right? It would just be something that Chaos was setting up. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So I don't think there's really much uh, lure there for them. Orcs. What do we think? Uh isn't any uh, isn't any action so sc- uh, <laughs> isn't any action that an orc does worship to chaos? Yeah, it pretty much would be like most actions are have an effect in the warp. Yeah. So yeah, every time you anyone kills anything for corn, 
you know the question the question would be how big of a register does an orc's yeah. soul have yeah um so there are examples too of like orcs actually falling to corn or and, falling and doing specific worship to that god yes and not just serving it indirectly like um back in like a third edition main rule book they had this one artwork where it's a bunch of uh cultists so there's like humans and some of them just had like a scar tattoo of the eight pointed star on their foreheads. Other had like two arms on one side of their body. But in that picture, there's also like a huge mutated orc, like amongst the rabble. Oh man, that's so, really cool. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's, it's a cool picture. I should find it. But uh, yeah, like, so there are examples of like orcs actually like falling to the chaos gods and actually serving them directly. That raises a very interesting question hmm. to me. It's just, well, like, orcs are they they grow yeah right so if you had like one orc and he's like yes like i believe in corn yeah this is who like i am or zinch or whatever who doesn't sure goes onto a planet and starts growing his orc army yeah and then he teaches all of them like what he believes yeah and now all of a sudden he's just got an entire corn orc army corn orc corn orc (laughs) orc corn (laughs) yeah like that's totally possible like and uh People might think, well, like, what about Gork and Mork? Like, what what would they feel about that? I don't think they would care. Yeah. They're not nope. they're not there to be worshipped. No. They they're could too not busy be, fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. be bothered. So, like, you can still be, like, a true orc and, like, be a chaos orc. And, like, the oh, other sure. orcs around you probably wouldn't even, like, look at you differently. Like... They yeah. probably just, like, have their own clan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Like, exactly. oh, you're the corn clan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, having said that, like... Corn naturally is like the the most logical That's way where for you'd go to, to go yeah, to. Yeah, like sure. I don't think there'd be a lot of uh, Tesnichian, Chichian orcs out there that are like tricksy and you know casting spells. It's possible. <laughs> Their tricks are very elementary, like grade level no, wise. Very like, subtle. No, like, but it's they're possible. The worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, one orc holds up a sign that says the bomb is that way. <laughs> yeah. Points to the one direction, but really the bomb is yeah. the right over there. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a zinch orc. Right there. <laughs> it's possible uh, for them to be affected by affected by Nurgle. Definitely. Oh yes. Um, yeah. What do we think about Slanish? Oh God. Because <laughs> when we everyone always makes a joke like Slanish is oh it's always sex. a sex. Thing. It's always a sex thing, but it's not. It's excess. No. Yeah, sex mm-hmm. is a very small portion yeah. of what Slanish represents. Slanish represents perfection and yeah. the pursuit of perfection mm. and anything to do with excessive um, behaviors and excessive attributes. excess. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, excessive fighting. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. comes off right off the top. Right? Sure, but like, how does that not play into corn then? It could, too, it's right? Both, right? Yeah, yeah, you exactly. You don't have to say that w- the action you're doing is specific to one chaos. Yeah. It's all about the emotions that you're feeding yeah. as you're doing these actions. Yeah. You could feed all chaos gods at once, which we'll get into later. Yeah. Um, hmm. Or like even like if an orc was like really into torture, like that would serve Slanish. Like yeah, the pain, definitely. the sensation. Yeah, yeah fair um, enough. So, are, Is there orcs that are into torture though? That are more sadistic? Um, They're a little more yeah, efficient would, than that, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know. Like, there would have to be an example of one, but I don't have one off the top of my head. I've never heard Um, one. It would have to come down to necessity. Yeah. Yeah, like... Does an orc need to torture? Then he's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if he even wants to. If he wants to follow his whips. So, yeah, orcs, definitely. Let's talk about Tyranids. Oh, that would be amazing, but probably done. No, so there are examples of, um, like, Tyranids eating, uh, like, chaos cultists, Mm -hmm. and then, like 
they realize that there's a taint and they end up wiping out that part of the fleet or they end yeah, up they kill it themselves off. and yeah. they do not digest them back into the fleet exactly because they, oh, they know so, it's corrupted flesh yeah. so maybe it is possible that they can be corrupted then i would say yes otherwise if they just ate if it, there was yeah, no risk then yeah would why would it so matter? yeah i'd say oh, could, man. that could you imagine that. yeah <laughs> oh, get ready to get fucked up, boys. The high fleet just oh. does not let it happen. That, that yeah, would yeah. be the thing. That, yeah, that would make yeah. sense, which is good for them. But, yeah. yeah. That, that's actually a way you could uh, determine to see if someone has the t- the taint of chaos on them or not. You just hold a little termagant. <laughs> just feed them to a dude. <laughs> no, you, just, you cut off a little piece of their arm. You feed it to the termagant. If the termagant goes all nuts... You've got a chaos cult. <laughs> yeah. If he's just like, I want more, yeah. you got a regular or, guy. Or if you know, you're know you a little more civilized and you don't have Tyranid on hand, you could just do a quick visual of their body. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you have uh, four limbs. Wow. <laughs> That's so rude to you all the ab humans. You also got... Uh, more limbs doesn't mean chaos. A lot of, a lot of uh, tattoos on you that are, you know chaotic that's definitely a mark why is of there an eight-pointed star yeah. on your forehead <laughs> there's easier ways carved to. into your skin i see you have you filed have your horn? teeth into into fangs <laughs> tell me more about why that i see you, you have them? a body bag <laughs> <laughs> carrying around so yeah um tyranids yeah like like you said it probably could happen yeah but it just i think it's definitely high... implied by what you yeah. just said yeah. yeah for sure and like maybe for a backstory somebody could like come up with like a tyranid hive world or hive fleet i mean that was cut off from the rest of the hive or hive world that was blockaded. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like basically yeah. cut off. So then yeah. like they ended up feeding on, on chaos and yeah. then like getting corrupted. Yeah, exactly. It, Very well. It would have good. to be quite a good it's, story. It's but, one of those needle in a haystack. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so that basically covers all the major races that, you know, are tabletop. But then we have like, like we did the four episodes with like 200 minor Xenos and, I don't remember a lot of what we said because we just fucking made <laughs> it was a while up. ago. Yeah. And but, anything we were too lazy to read, we just said, oh, Games Workshop doesn't have any information on these yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we did. <laughs> oh, yeah. terrible. And I don't believe you for a second. You <laughs> know everything about it. <laughs> I memorized every word. We don't even have notes. It's all. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Um, but just like off the top of my head, the, one of the most predominant ones that most people know about would be the Lear. And it's uh, they're basically like this serpentine race with four arms that end up corrupting Fulgrim. Fulgrim. Yeah. Uh, they were directly serving and worshipping Slaanesh. Oh, there's an entire there's entire planets that devote themselves yeah. to worship of the Chaos Gods. Yeah. And like that's where the Serpent Lodges even came from was like even humans that just like they didn't maybe even know it was Chaos as yeah. it is because... Chaos to us is a nefarious, evil intent force. Yeah. But in reality, it's just energy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. if you just, if you believe that all this is, is, a, you know, it's a divine, all-powerful being, like, you worship it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so a lot of races will worship it without even knowing its true intent of yeah. being evil. And they right. just, this is a god. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Having said all this, we've clearly established that anything can fall to chaos pretty much and lots of things can become the champions of chaos lots of things can like even ascend to like demonhood um whoa yeah ascension Mm -hmm. (laughs) but when we're talking about this episode by far the most information that we have is about uh heretic astartes and humans just humanity humanity yes yeah but um when chaos can corrupt either a human or a heretic Astartes, they're gonna try to get the the Astartes, you know, because it has it's already a super soldier. Yeah. You know, Astartes are more valued, but yeah. humans are more likely. Yeah. yeah. So, 
that's going to be mostly what we're talking about when we're going through like, oh, how do you actually become a demon hood? Like, we have no examples of Tao how becoming... How do you become a demon hood? Yeah, a demon hood. How do you, how do you become, become a hood for a demon? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> um, I would like to become one demon hood, sir, please. Thank you. Thank you, sir, corn, yes. sir. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> uh, so let, let's first talk about uh, demon hosts. Yes. This, While, is a, this is actually probably my favorite aspect of this entire episode. Oh, that's good. So you want to take it away? No, not at all. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> um, this uh, is not necessarily a servant of chaos. No. In, in fact, f- some would say that this is a tool most primarily used against chaos. Yes. Uh, so a demon host is very different from demon demonic possession in that the demon inside of a demon host retains no control over the host's body. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically just bound to the body. Yes, mm. exactly. Um, the demon, it really, kind of it can't influence. Okay, well, well, okay. So, uh, sorry. Go any ahead. kind of energy <laughs> you can find to a space, the entropy of that system increases yes. until eventually it decays. This the vessel it's in, just, and boom. Yeah. Right. So at some point, the demon will exercise its control, but right. until then, in the beginning. Whoever has summoned it into this demon host has control over it. Gotcha. Um, so the, uh, this is a way to get demons to actually stay in real space permanently as long as the host can withstand <laughs> right. the demon. <laughs> right. Right? Um, and this is used by the, the good guys, you said, the Imperium? <laughs> yes, yeah. actually. The good guys do this. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> the good guys Sweet. actually bring in the evil into our world so mm. they can, you know, Talk to them. Yeah. Excellent. As it were. Like a Ouija board. <laughs> right. But much more terrifying <laughs> than a piece of cardboard and a piece of wood. <laughs> much, much more terrifying. So uh, it has, is commonly used by the Inquisition um, because if you're like cultist, you're not trying to do a demon host. You're trying to do a demon possession. Right. Because this is about control of the demon. So this is for people who don't like demons. Yeah. So the Inquisition is one of the few people who actually know how to fully complete this. Yeah. And the only people authorized to. And even, and in even fact, then, yeah. a yeah. lot of, like, so Eisenhorn is, is famous for creating a demon host, and he was actually excommunicated because of this. Yeah, this so is, even then you still have to jump through a lot of hoops and, like... Oh, yeah, you better be high up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the interesting thing is, because it's written in a book, there's actually a lot of information about it. It's pretty graphic, which is awesome to me. <laughs> that is um, awesome. So there's a lot of runes that are actually placed on the... Um, what host's a, body. body. What yeah. a gentle word you say, placed. Well, that's what <laughs> well, I'm getting to. I'm getting to that. Because the runes like, can be you're done. Like, yeah, it's just like some stickers. Like, exactly. It's like, but wow. you can. it's one of those like wash yeah. on tattoos. Yeah, but yeah. you can do it that way, can you not? Absolutely, yes. you can. You can that take is still a pen. legitimate. Yeah. You can just take ink and splash on the runes yeah. of their body. Uh, but it is actually much safer to scar the body. Yeah, to much more efficient. Mutilate <laughs> yes. the body mm-hmm. so that you know the scars and the, the runes are not leaving. Anytime yeah, soon. they won't get smudged off in um, a rainstorm. The, the <laughs> most um, important rune is the rune that goes right in the middle of the chest, and this is called the rune of voiding. Um, and that's like the one every single demon host will have. But there are also other runes, like 
I can only assume, like, if you're trying to get a, a demon of Nurgle, you would need different runes than if you're trying to get a demon of Corn. Yeah. Right? And if you're trying to get a lesser demon as you opposed to a greater exactly. demon. Exactly. You'll need different, different levels yeah. of power of these yeah. runes. Yes. And they're all magically, and like, you have to put your psychic energy into these to mm. give them power, right? Yeah. Um, the, another very interesting thing is that there's actually a rune that can make people more susceptible to being demon hosted later. Mm. So Over. if I have Skylar chained up on the wall, right, and I'm inscribing <laughs> I'm, a, runes. I'm a visual guy. Can you just <laughs> right, demonstrate visually for me what you're going to do? Skylar? <laughs> All right, Skylar. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, look, Jordan, you just happen to have chains in this room. <laughs> they better be sanctified. <laughs> uh, so the there's a rune to, I can put on you. So after I've summoned the demon, put it in your body, I get the information I need out of it, and I release it. I have another rune on there that next time it's going to be easier, easier to do yeah. it to you because it, yeah. it's a lot of it's difficult to summon a yeah. demon. Um, Mark was right about the chains; is that they do need to be sanctified. Yeah, like regular because, chains aren't going to hold the demon. Yeah, so even though the demon does not have control, that doesn't mean it's not struggling. Yeah, exactly. And you want to make sure it is locked up. You got your sacred oils next to you. You got your sanctified chains. Your essential oils. Yes, <laughs> of course. You get a little peppermint oil on that thing. Yeah. Ooh, that just burns right through. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They also like will put like holy amulets on you and like just really anything that is blessed. Yes, um, and there are four uh, components that we know of in order to do this. Uh, the first one is the incantations of binding, so you must know those and speak them. Mm -hmm. uh, there's the litany of servitus, which actually um, forces the demon to your will, yeah. so it brings it into a body that you're going to control. Yeah, so the binding would bind the demon to the to the host. Yes. Then the litany of servitus. Servitus. Yeah, yeah, would make it obey you. Yeah. The wards of entrapment uh, keeps it confined to that area. And then the final phrase being, in servitutum abduco, I bind thee fast forever into this host. Um, and that's just the last thing that Eisenhorn wrote like in his journal about it. But who knows if there's more involved. Mm. Yeah. Like right? the weird thing about it, like we put such a spiritual uh, spin on it, like sanctified chains. Like what are sanctified yeah. what chains is that? really? Like who knows? Like So an interesting how, thing how is. How were they sanctified? Okay. Right? Like yeah. So every single gray knight. Yeah. Their name is actually a demon's name backwards. Okay. Really? Yes. Huh. So every single gray... So their names are fucked. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, like, they, that's like, that. that's a true name. Like, true name being like with a capital T. Yeah, right? Yeah. They have like regular names that they'll call each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, brother... Exact. Servitus. Invictus. Who knows, yes. whatever. But every, like, the way you get power, like, over the demon, especially in this, is by, like, knowing the demon intimately. Hmm. Which is... I don't know, it's a little <laughs> odd. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, when I'm thinking of, like, a sanctified chain, like, this chain has been, like, you're putting, like, m like psychic spells on it yeah. to, like, hold back, like, psychic and, energies. And that would be the key thing. It's not actually necessarily a religious thing as it is more of a psychic thing. We've just ascribed a religious yeah. meaning to it. Yeah. Gotcha. Just because of we're human. Yeah. Right? So right. why not? If we don't understand it, oh, it's just divine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all. So then how do you sanctify chains, though? There was no way that I could find in order yeah. to... How about amulets? How do you do that? I I can only... <laughs> so we have no idea. I don't. Oh, okay. Personally, I have yet to get to the place where I feel comfortable summoning a demon 
into yeah. a demon house body. <laughs> I tried it. It did <laughs> not go well. No. no. Yeah. That's how we got Brand. <laughs> like, now he just lets our cats out of the house. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. All right. So I just splashed water in my nose. <laughs> All right, so um, a demon host is commonly used as a tool in order to summon specific demons and learn information about them or about what's going on with their plans yeah. or just to even trap them in bodies. So uh, an interesting thing to think of, if you know like a demon is working on a campaign to do something or like there's a specific demon that's advising someone, <laughs> just trap them. Yeah, trap yeah. them so they can't... Yeah. They can't advise these things or they can't, like, use their manipulations or schemes. Yeah. The worst demon to probably ever get would be Zinch. That would be the worst. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to second guess every single thing <laughs> yeah. that you do. Oh, man. <laughs> like, terrible. Like, he's probably even, like, acting like a normal human, too. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, did it even work? Yeah, yeah. Like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, the host, when this happens, they actually manifest psychic powers. So a demon host that's under control still can be used as actually a very powerful weapon because they gain a lot of psychic ability. Yeah. And the average like human psyker is a very weak psyker, extremely extremely weak. Maybe they can sense like the energies every once in yeah. a while, but like when when we think of it we're like, "Oh, lightning out of the hands," right? That's yeah. like a pretty yeah. standard power. That is not happening. <laughs> yeah. Ever. For a human, <laughs> right? Like, that is not happening. Okay. But when a demon comes inside you, mm. yes, because now you have that bridge to the immaterium. Fuck, I hate when demons come inside me. It's, <laughs> it's not fun, except for all the demon you get to spray out, like the lightning, right? So, um, so the even though you, like, uh, have, like, even though they're able to, like, fire, like, psychic bolts and stuff, and the, usually the Inquisitor is able to, like, utilize this as, like, a weapon... Um, you got to be very careful when dealing with demon hosts because as you said like they're super tricksy and like if you get like a chin chin one he's super tricksy and always trying to twist your words so if you're like I need you to go kill this guy so he, the demon's like yeah sure absolutely and then he ends up burning down an entire city block killing billions of people right. and he's like he's there like, I, I did it I did it for you and so you got to be very specific <laughs> otherwise like Otherwise, they're going to manipulate what you said and yes. do you just mean, do crazy shit. They don't want to <laughs> listen to us. No, no of exactly. Not. Right? So if they find a loophole in your wording, they're going to use it. Of course. <laughs> and this can only increase the longer that the demon is inside the host's body. Um, it's like when you're hosting a demon, it's extremely hard on your body. And, and eventually, the host is completely consumed by power. Hmm. Because um, it's like energy. It's raw energy just flowing through you, essentially. Yeah, you can't. Like, the human body can only handle so much before it just completely gives out. Um, they, uh, like, a host can also be released. So we can, the person, like, normally it would be the Inquisitor, but the Inquisitor who has summoned the demon can release the demon back to the warp. Um, yeah. And that w would normally leave the host, you know, doing okay. Oh, God. <laughs> That's... Uh, <laughs> okay, I lied. It's never okay. Yeah, yeah there it's you go. Okay. It's never okay. It's definitely not okay. No, they they always always suffer severe yeah. trauma yeah. out of this. Uh and 100% of the time it's like your soul is messed up. Yeah. Oh man. And then like most of the time your mind is messed up. Yeah. And then how depending on how long you had that demon inside you, your body will be messed up. Mm. Yeah. So 
I have no idea what the rate of decay is. I, I imagine it all comes down to the host's willpower. Host's willpower, yeah. the power of the demon that you have. Even the binding runes. The binding, yeah. the power of the, the psychic power of the Inquisitor that's holding yeah. back this demon. Like, mm. you couldn't quantify it yeah. oh, based man. on what we know. What a horrible thing to go through. Oh, yes. <laughs> but all for the... Ba- <laughs> for the greater good? <laughs> yes, for the service of the Emperor. Ah, okay, okay. Um, so there's... <laughs> There's two things we can do with a demon host. Uh, we can do exorcisms. Yep. We can save the host. Uh, but over time, these become less and less worth it. So at some point, you just, just got to kill, kill the host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you kill the host, which sends the demon back to the warp. Yeah. Oh, man. So he can't jump then. Yeah. I'm oh, sure no, no, no. The, that's no. what like the bindings and the runes right. are for. Gotcha. Like, if, he, if he leaves the body... Yeah. He leaves the material. Gotcha, gotcha. But once again, as with 40K, let's be clear. Like, the most efficient way to do an exorcism it's is... Just oh, just kill, kill him. Bolt and, gun to the face. And go It was a another. successful exorcism. <laughs> so successful. Like, I don't think that's an exorcism. <laughs> it is. The demon is now out of the body. <laughs> I yes. guess. We've saved this young man's guess, soul. technically, yeah. It's like, it's 40K. So, that's definitely the most common. Would their soul... I feel like if they die, they had to die to get a demon out of them, their soul would be forfeit. Like, Probably, I, I feel yeah. like it, likely, it's going yeah. to chaos. But yeah. what is one yeah. soul, you know, in I the guess. untold quadrillions <laughs> of humanity? Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> so that that is demon hosting. Yeah, so that's an example of good guys using <laughs> the means. They're just, so good. The, yeah. the means justifies the end. No. Oh, no. Yes, it does. No. no, the end justifies the means. That's what it is. Yes, means. correct. But yeah, so that's one way. Let's look at the flip side. Let's look at, look at the more, I'm not going to say enjoyable side. I, I wanted <laughs> to say something really quick before though, Yeah. because it's not just bodies that you can trap demons in. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I kind of briefly mentioned like, that Necron, what if you trapped a demon into, like, the Tomb World's engine? Well, yeah, kind but, of, but also, like, I'm thinking more like a soul grinder. Oh, like, absolutely, yeah. Like that, how, this, that was my jumping off point for yes. you. So, yes. So, here's, but I have an even more interesting one. Yeah. Grey Knights, yeah. they have, in their great hall of yeah. their fortress monastery, um, there is a skull hanging on the wall, and it has one of the most powerful demons that ever has been summoned to the Materium. Yeah. And... <laughs> Um, they've trapped it inside that skull, and that skull has that demon has to watch as they celebrate all their victories. Yeah, it's in their feasting hall. Yeah, yeah. and, and oh it's where like God. it's where like they like um, they congratulate their brothers and like have like their events or whatever. Yeah. But in order to do that, I think it's like sixty like servitors. Yeah, I and, forget like, the number. Priests, but... but it's like a crazy number. <laughs> yeah. have to constantly twenty four seven be like psychically. Um, like binding the demon Holy into this crap. skull, but it's also just a ridiculously powerful demon. Like this yeah. is this is like a demon prince or a greater demon. It's yeah. not some little oh, okay. little yeah. guy. But it's you can actually trap demons and things that are other than the host. You could even tra- uh, trap them into like you know a wine glass or you know just yes. literally anything. Any item, all. but yeah. in the material has yeah. to be material. Yeah. How much energy can that item withstand yeah. before yeah. the demon is released? Makes sense. Yeah. So. The host is just the most common because that way you can interact with it. Mm. But I just I love this demon that has to like watch. That's yeah. awesome. Like as like f- the Grey Knights who defeated it, they constantly like have their victories. And I feel like though that's almost a form of gloating, which would almost 
feed chaos probably and, and maybe yeah. feed that demon enough <laughs> how where, dare you to where he'll break out of that how so. dare you insinuate that the gray knights do anything less than perfection uh, but now so so now here's like uh what if that uh the demon in the skull has stockholm syndrome now <laughs> i don't want to leave he celebrates over, with them yeah, over yeah. thousands of like, years yeah like, we won they did do a good job yeah. there <laughs> Yeah, we won. We fucking won. Yeah. Hey, good job, guys. So he does wait, get released eventually. And, yeah, and, yeah. and then when one of like the, the brothers doesn't come back from one of the missions, he's like, wait, where's Marcus? <laughs> no! no! Not Marcus! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Most powerful demon. <laughs> yeah, no, that's such a good story. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. Okay. Moving on, though. Let's uh, go into demon possession. Yeah, so this would be willingly taking a demon onto your body. Not always. Not always. But this is where the demon has control. Yes. Mm. Um, you, usually, but not always, uh, a willing mortal being offers their body up to chaos for, as a vessel for the dark gods. Um, and like, like we were saying earlier, they do this so they can either get power or they're just a super weak spirit and they've been influenced and mm. corrupted that yeah, way. Yeah, chaos is constantly trying to find its way into your brain. Yeah. Um, so the most powerful uh, examples of this demon possession are called the Galvor Bach, and uh, they are space marines, and they are the first space marines to be possessed by demons. And uh, yeah, like space marines are already basically the best of the best. So you put a demon in them, and then oh, now have you, you ever heard of primaries? Uh, yeah, I have, and now I feel sick. Thank you, sir, <laughs> for your lore heresies. But yeah, so like these were the first, and like they're super powerful, and like it's just it's an example of taking something that's great, yeah, and making it even crazier with a demon bo- or a demon possession through demon possession. Yes, something that's already like the terror of every other race, yeah, and now you've added a god's power directly into it (laughs) so they they did that by going on like a pilgrimage into like the eye of terror itself and like finding the demons and picking them and yeah it's pretty wild story but uh most space marines or chaos space marines will spend month months performing rituals and rites sacrifices and debasements in order to prepare themselves for demonic possession uh this includes (laughs) their attempts to get the attention and blessings of specific gods that they will represent. So some of these sacrifices will literally be sacrifices where others might be like throwing a grand feast and getting really fucking drunk, you know, to, to try to get the excess, the favor of Slanish, you know? Yeah. Um, so depending on what you want to try to, what kind of demon you want to try to get, you're going to be doing different rituals and different sacrifices. And I mean, you need a little more than... For sl- for that specific so slash the devil's liquid thing. Yeah. Everyone's rites, everyone's offerings are completely different. Mm. Um, so the most common and known, I guess, no, the most one we have where we know the most is called yeah. the rite of the reshaper, and mm. that is like it has the most information written down about it. And um, in this one, uh, an Astartes who wants to uh, gain demonic possession they goes they go to like a sorcerer and the sorcerer is like okay you gotta do xyz but at some point the astartes starts hearing like whisperings in their brain mm. and it starts telling them of eight different things that they have to do they have to gain these trophies yeah this right. is like just random things that the demon wants yes like if exactly. you want my power i want you to do this it, like, yes prove yourself yeah. right but these can be absolutely anything but normally they are 
crazy heinous things uh, so <laughs> yes. each trophy uh, should like is normally like more crazy more disgusting more depraved yep. than the last one right because you're trying to prove your allegiance and your loyalty to this being who's seen everything yeah right right like they've They've seen the worst of everything, <laughs> and you're trying to impress him, yeah. right? So, um, so these range from anything from uh, killing like a specific target, like an assassination. Yep. Uh, maybe it's asking you to engage in genocide mm-hmm. or infanticide or anything, like yep. literally anything you can think of. You mean killing babies? That's what they're asking you to do, right? That's in 40k. Um, oh my god! This was this was one of the crazy. Well, no. Oh yeah, but, that's in 40k. <laughs> have you ever heard of cherubs? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Well, no, you're not technically killing the baby <laughs> um oh. but the the last one that was listed in this which i thought was amazing was orgiastic feasting yes at a table within a <laughs> ransack too excited there Skylar. i'm so excited yes. Yes. i'm not even done <laughs> so orgiastic feasting at a table within a ransacked and like iconographed temple so you've like defaced the temple's like sacred objects yeah Right, and with only the disemboweled inhabitants as guests, <laughs> so you like eat yourself like into a haze, like in this temple that you've ruined <laughs> as like a middle finger to the god it worshipped. Yeah, and you've taken all the priests and all the servants, and you've ripped them open, and they're sitting down at the table joining as guests. you. They're guests, so right, <laughs> and, and that could potentially be a trophy. Yeah. That one makes me think of Slanesh. Yes. Usually, yeah. 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 So they're these are like the the things that the gods actually just whisper. Not well, not gods, but really just the demons. Yeah. They they whisper into you because they're like, you need to do these things. Yeah. In order to gain my blessings. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, they can just be anything. Anything and everything. Yeah. But normally, fucked up. Yes. <laughs> really, <laughs> really messed up stuff. <laughs> um, the final step, normally, so after you've got your eight trophies. Uh, normally takes place at the site of a former like atrocity that has happened but it's not completely necessary um so you take your trophies and you place them in an eight-pointed star like the sign of chaos Mm -hmm. itself yeah um and a lot of times your trophies will have one or two that are left alive um you know, like, like, like maybe one of your trophies is like take this human and torture it for sixty days straight, but make sure it stays alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh God. Right, but like yeah. that's that sounds extremely reasonable for a demon to ask of you. <laughs> yes. But maybe torture is only pulling off like one arm hair at a time. And then maybe the demon's <laughs> oh, like, you need to do more than that to appease <laughs> me for no! today, right? Like, Two hairs. <laughs> like the thing is, you never really know. Yeah. So, but. Uh, Commonly, at least one or two trophies will be left alive. So then you'll have these trophies all here. Um, you take a warp blade. So it makes me think of an anatheme, but it different. could be, yeah. Like, well, anatheme is like a warp blade. A little different, but sure. Yeah, that's my sure. that's the first sure. thought that comes to my head. Sure. But it could be it's any fine. blade that's charged with psychic energy. Yeah. Um, you take that blade and you <laughs> slice it across the throat mm. of the last trophy that's alive. Yeah. And then as the blood is like on the blade, you place that against like the armor of your of your chest. And then the demon is supposed to like transfer from like the blood across the blade, like into your body. Hmm. And then that's how you're supposed to get possessed. Perfect. Easy peasy. Easy. Eight simple steps to success. <laughs> right. This is like how to be a demon possessed for dummies. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that is the most, uh, that's the way we know the most common yeah. of is. But yeah. obviously there's 
many different ways. <laughs> yeah. And there's no guaranteed way. There's no one way fits all to become demon possessed. <laughs> but that's just that's that's someone who's actively searching out. Yeah. Because there are also going to be people who like chaos is actively trying to possess you. Yeah. Right. And that's going to be a completely different ball game. Yeah. Uh, so now that you are possessed fully, right and proper, mm-hmm. um, what are the benefits that you see from being possessed? Uh, common side effects may include, but are not limited to, <laughs> death. <laughs> Absolutely, if you can't Definitely contain, death. if you can't contain like the the demon that's within you, again, vessel energy. Too much energy, bad vessel, dead. Mm. Yeah. Right? But most likely, in most cases... Um, a demon wants to stay. Yeah. So it's not going to... It's going to try not to kill you. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're unworthy, then fuck yeah. you, right? <laughs> but yeah, <they're>, they'll <laughs> amplify you up with like... They'll give you crazy psychic powers mm. or they could increase your size, increase your speed. Have you ever wanted a third eye? Now you got one. <laughs> like, Have you ever wanted wings? Yeah, exactly. You ever wanted claws that could tear through like adamantium armor? Yeah. Mm. Right, the the one wild thing um, is a possessed can see in the materium and the immaterium at the same time, Ooh. which, like, because it's the mirror universe or whatever. So, um, lots of like possessed guys are act as like hunters because they can like see like residual warp energy of like their prey. Yeah, makes sense. But uh, yeah, like they could see th- see through walls and stuff, and like they just have these crazy abilities because they can see in both universes. Yeah, because they both, exist both in both at yeah. the same time. Yeah, that's definitely handy. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Super, super handy. <laughs> uh, the other thing they, they could be used for that is a little more unique than just, I've got three arms now and a tail spike, you know. Uh, <laughs> another thing would be that they actually can function as like ship, like spaceships, guidance systems right. in the oh, war. So okay. we know that astropaths do that for the Imperium, yeah. but like maybe Chaos doesn't have like a astropath school. Yeah, so it'd be a little harder. To exactly. Yeah. Instead of that, you just get a demon to come possess someone, yeah. and then that demon's like, yeah, you just go this way, bud. You just ride the currents. <laughs> yeah, like it's so clear to me, because they can see like the right. warp energies uh, around them. So to me, that's actually probably like, that's so useful. Yeah. And For way sure. easier than having, like, this weird, like, incestuous bloodline that's been... Going thr- for 10,000 oh, yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if you're okay with just a little demon inside you. Yeah. Just a little demon. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Eh. What's the worst that What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> well, Mark. <laughs> Let's hear. Side effects <laughs> may include... Death. <laughs> so, um, just like the demon host... Uh, these possessed he- possessed people can also be exercised. Of course. Um, if you know enough about the demon, if you have a, a strong enough psyker, yeah. the demon can be forced outside of this body. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it exactly. doesn't, it does not organically exist within our reality and it's anchoring itself yeah. using your body. Yeah. So all you do is sever the tie between the body and the demon and that demon's gone. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And I think this one is a way more even fatal outcome than regular demon host. Oh, yeah, because that demon's clawing to stay inside. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it might have twisted your body all around and given you, like, weird inverted legs or whatever, like goat legs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, do you think humans can exist with, like, wings? No. No. Yeah, exactly. Now you got, like, if you do exercise it, it's still taking that shape. Like, yeah, so now that human's just kind of fucked. Yeah, Uh, so at that point, just... Death is better. Bolt gun to the face. Yeah, yeah exactly. The number one Bolt ex- gun exorcism. Number yeah. one exorcism in 40 <laughs> game. Bullet in the face. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's that's kind of possessed. Like you, most people, kind of get the concept right away. Like it's it's in a You're lot possessed. of yeah, yeah. It's a thing to under the probably the number one takeaway is possession can happen when you actively seek it out, but possession can also also happen when you open yourself up to something yeah. that you do not truly understand. Yeah, mm. like there there's examples of people like even reading books and getting possessed. Like yeah. interesting. Yeah, of course, because the um, demons are just inhabiting this. They're waiting for your mind to think a certain way. Yeah, we uh played when we played an RPG. Um, Mark was actually a psyker. Mm-hmm. And we were on uh, like our ship. We were like in like the training room or something. Yeah. Uh, and you tried to, I don't remember. I what, tried to murder. You tried to like, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what psychic thing you actually tried to manifest. Yeah. Um, but in this game, like there was like a peril of the warp. Mm. And so we're like, oh no! Like you rolled a peril of the warp. <laughs> like, well, that's okay. Like we'll see what happens. Like yeah. the. It gets progressively worse, but the chances also get progressively lower. Oh, no. Right? And it just so happened that he summoned a demon prince. <laughs> oh, excellent. Like, in the middle of this, like, massive battle cruiser ship that we were on. Oh, no. But, it, like, it was the perfect end to his character, because his character was just, like, consumed in an instant. Well, like, no, so, like, we were all such low levels, and we summoned, like, a mighty demon prince. I was like... Either all, everyone dies or I just kill myself and sever the tie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah so, because you killed so yourself. So I did the noble thing. I oh. self-sacrificed. Nah, he didn't like the character anyway. <laughs> I played him for more than a week. So yeah, exactly. Got tired of him. <laughs> but it was, just, it was really funny. Yeah. Like, hey, man, even like librarian Astartes, like if they're not careful, yeah. they're just as susceptible yeah. as mm-hmm. everyone. In fact, they're more wanted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? of course they would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so <clears throat> that's one route to get the powers of chaos. But that route, you definitely lose yourself pretty much entirely. Oh, yes. At that point, you're, you're just... Yeah. Uh, you're along for the ride. Exactly. And um, it's not a good ride no. for you. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> okay. Depends on how much power you want. <laughs> uh, another way is by getting gifts or marks or boons of chaos. Um, so one of the most common ways is to get, like, chaos mutations. And uh, basically, yeah, you just... You might do a ritual and imbue warp power onto yourself, summon enough warp power onto yourself where, once again, you get wings. You get diamond hard talons. Right, but without the possession of a demon. Yeah, hmm. and this would definitely be harder to do. Like, where with a demon possession, you got that access to the warp basically instantly. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. Th- this is more of a gift. A gift or, yeah, or a ritual right. or something a little different. Because when you're getting possessed, the demon is getting something out of it as well. Hmm. He's getting access to the real world. Right, yeah. But when it comes to a gift, like, they are willfully parting with that power to give it to you. Yeah. at zero cost or benefit to themselves. Mm. So you still have to definitely prove yourself to a chaos god or just a chaos in general. Yep. But uh, here's some very unique ones that we found. Yeah, there was an entire list, but we we (laughs) found a couple that we thought were pretty cool. Yeah. Go Uh, ahead, Mark. The arcane oculum, an eye of accuracy mutates into the body of a champion. So you get another eye. Yeah, that, I can only can imagine scope. it's like a third eye. Yeah. yeah, also instead of blinking like vertical, it blinks horizontal. It's a, cat, <laughs> it's a cat's eye. Excellent. Oh, I yeah. just splashed water in my face. What are you doing with your life over <laughs> there? Not doing good. <laughs> First it was in his nose, now it's in his face. <laughs> Man, two separate places. <laughs> uh, the next one is another gift or mutation you might get is to become bloated. Uh, so your flesh regenerates itself, healing even the most mortal of wounds. Mm. Mm. That one's pretty common, but still very cool. Yes. 
temporal distortion. Time around the gifted one, the gifted one, is altered so he can <laughs> course, move more the freely. One. Yeah. yeah, but like this guy like has like warp time slipping ability. Like it's not like he's going back in time hundreds of years, but maybe maybe, maybe he's slowing it down a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. think of like the Matrix and Neo, how yeah. he slows it all down so he can like dodge bullets and stuff yeah. like that's yeah. a lot how I see this. Yeah. yeah. Or Definitely. if you're more even... familiar with Naruto, he's pretty much got a Sharingan. <laughs> Okay, it's a little anime nerd for you. Well, uh, get out of here. <laughs> this, yeah, is, this is a cool type of nerd. Get your anime nerds out of here. <laughs> uh, the next one, a crystalline body. Gifted one's flesh turns into a diamond-like material. One of the coolest ones mm. ever. You guys ever I, see, um, um, there was that um, Wolverine. Mm. Like There was like the X-Men origin of like Wolverine and his like girlfriend's sister was being held by Stryker. Okay. And her mutation was actually to turn her body into diamonds. Hmm. That's and cool. it looks oh, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And she was like blocking the bullets, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was like, that's how I imagine this. Like, this person's just like striding around. Yeah. Diamond body. Or uh, Thor Ragnarok. Core. 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 Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, man. Just want to start a little revolution? <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. I heard, a, I heard a funny joke that uh, the reason that Korg's revolution failed the first time. Is because he didn't hand out enough pamphlets, right? <laughs> well, pamphlets are made of paper. <laughs> paper beat the rock. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Just a little rock, paper, scissors joke. Just a little joke. rock, paper, scissors joke for you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. So the next one we have is metal, Mind of Metal. The champion cares not of witchcraft or psychic powers aimed at him. So, yeah. his Most useful one I've seen Definitely. Yet. Uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Especially if, like, you're being around chaos and psychic powers. Like, yeah. to be to be safe in the knowledge that nothing can manipulate you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, like, yeah. no psych. Like, you don't have to watch your mind, your back mind. Yeah. yeah. Right? Your you just have to walk mind. your physical back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those gifts and many more can, uh, you can gain those. And those are usually just given from like any warp being. Like, you're not directly going to Korin to petition for one of these powers. It's just, it's just a warp, uh, warp being of some type. Yes, of course. Um, however, uh, there are the four main gods, and they all have, um, marks, gifts, and boons that they can bestow upon you. Uh, each one is different, um, and, yeah functions differently and yeah they like they obviously have the flavor of their aspect that they represent yeah. right yeah. so the first one and by far the most common is marks of the gods so basically what this is is just like uh, a little symbol or like an engraving or uh a tattoo of like if you got a corn rune on your arm and it actually will imbue you with like strength and rage hmm. uh so depending on the, the the mark that you get from the chaos god it will give you a different blessing and uh, yeah, it's by far the most common because it's pretty easy to do to just carve a right. Like uh, yeah, my picture of how this works is like you pretty much like say a prayer or like a petition. Yeah. As you're like carving this into your body. Yeah. And like the more emotion that you give in this quote unquote ritual. Yeah. Like the more likelihood that corn is actually to grant your request. Yeah. Exactly. So that that's kind of how I see it. Like. Yeah. Do you need to be in, like, communion with corn to get this? No. No. But no. do you need to, like, show, like, do you need to give something? Of course. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're always going to be well off if you, you know, kill an entire planet, then engrave a corn symbol on your arm. Yes, exactly. It's going to be good for you. <laughs> the likelihood increases. <laughs> yeah. So the marks are the most common. They're the easiest to get. And uh, they also don't have the greatest effect 
but they're easy. But they're you useful. don't lose your soul. So yeah. hey. <laughs> The gods will also uh, give you gifts, and these are usually like physical gifts. Um, so we'll go through the chaos gods. There are many different gifts that they can give you, but we just chose a couple like good examples. So corn will give you uh, a collar of corn, and they are a spiked collar engraved with sigils of corn, supposedly forged at a weapons foundry at the foot of the blood god's throne of brass. Uh, Collar can control the warp energy around it and protect the bearer from incoming psychic attacks. Which so, is good because Corn does not like psychic yeah, attacks. Yeah, exactly. So he provides his uh, followers like this gift to protect them from psychic attacks, so they can so they can get in close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. So all these gifts, like Corn gave this gift. Like you, this is a physical thing that you have been given, and therefore it's way harder to get. And mm. like you actually then have to probably. You have to have a name for yourself for sure. Like if I dedicate yeah, these myself, are champions, yeah, of corn. exactly. You're not you're not a foot soldier in Corn's army. Like you are leading his armies if you have one of these. Yeah. You want to read the next one? Yeah, sure. Uh, we've got the Slaneshi gift, and this is a needle of desire. It is a double-ended needle, one end of which is permanently inserted into the champion. Uh, from whom it absorbs various poisons and toxins produced by champions of Slanesh. The venom will throw anyone into a state of delirium and may simply shut down the moment the toxin reaches their bloodstream. That's how potent the poison is. Mm. They will often then remain slumped over the needle. It's a weird one to think about. It is. Yeah. Like, like is it harmful or is it good? Yeah. I don't know. You just pump him full of like endorphins, and he's like, ah, bliss. Who knows? Like it's it's very it's like weird. crack yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, or meth or whatever. <laughs> Perfect. Slaneshi meth. Ah, Excellent. The best kind. <laughs> the best kind of meth. So clear. <laughs> uh, now next one we have Nurgle, uh, and it's a plague sword, a uh, blade covered in a f- a film yeah. of poisonous pus, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> likely to kill any. It infects and won't die from the initial strike. That yeah. won't die from the initial strike. So if you don't yeah. die yeah. from the blow, you're going to die from infection. It's a poop oh, stick. Ugh, it's way worse. Prison shank. <laughs> it's really a prison shank yeah. covered in poop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gross. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we've got the last one, Zinch. The one that we picked is the Discs of Zinch. And this is like the most common one you'll see on their model range. Oh, yeah. Like, they're super well-known for, like, the sorcerers to fly on these, like, discs. And they're very cool, too, because these discs mm-hmm. are, like, living creatures. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they are demonic entities that soar on the etheric winds in the Eye of Terror. Mm-hmm. They can then be tamed and given to Zinch's followers as steeds. Mm. Interesting. Pictures, yeah. To an extent. The pictures I saw, they kind of look like uh, stingrays, kind of. Yeah. Like giant Like a manta sting- or something? Yeah, like a manta, but with, like, a lot of teeth. Oh, yes. <laughs> many, I mean, it is teeth. demonic. So. Yeah. <laughs> if it didn't have teeth, I'd be confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are some gifts. Like, there's a bunch of other ones. There's banners of corn, banners of whatever. You know, there's a bunch of different gifts. Um, yeah. Again, like lots. We just picked a couple we thought were. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Go, go look it up. And and really, anything could be possible. Like, just because on. Our sources, there's only 10 listed. There's an infinite amount. You can come up with anything you want. Hmm. So those are gifts. Now let's talk about boons. Boons are, um, they're like chaos mutations, essentially, but from a specific god. So we'll talk about Korns. One of Korns' boons is a flesh-fused weapon. Uh, it's gifted to the favorite. It's 
Yeah. The gifted favored weapon is empowered by Korin, fusing it with their flesh. So it's just a really sharp yeah. axe head. Well, yeah, if your favorite weapon. It got to knives use. for hands? <laughs> it's got. Is that just an ectoplasm you're shooting at? <laughs> uh, like, if your favorite weapon is an axe, like, corn will fuse that yeah. into your arm. And, and it will be like an axe arm. Yeah, and it, the Can axe you have will. have a bolter arm? Yeah. Why not? Sweet. Yeah, and it How would be, you feed it? Well, I guess they have magazines on the outside. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just <laughs> you like. Eat it, the it's also yeah. infused with, like, warp powers, too. Yes. So it's like. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, special. That's it's awesome. not just a regular axe anymore. Yeah. I think Corn is my chaos god. Yeah. He, he's the best. Oh, yeah. God <laughs> of rage, but also honor. Yeah. yeah there you go. Rage <laughs> and honor. Uh, Slanesh. Oh, God. So, Body <laughs> is very diverse, very oh, no. inclusive. But Slanesh is not. Uh-huh. No, Slanesh is? I'm super. just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, so, one of the boons <laughs> that Slanesh can give is the boon of the hermaphrodite. <laughs> Uh, so the gifted or the champion becomes like Slanesh, having both genders with a single breast. Z assumes a disturbingly attractive <laughs> form, but ultimately they are sexless, and gender differences become irrelevant to them. And this is what pisses me off with the SJWs no, and all those no, fucking no. feminists and liberals, all those faggots. Did they? <laughs> like, if you want inclusivity, 40k has it. You don't need to go start making female space marines. Just look at this boon here. Go serve Slanesh. Get yourself this awesome boon. You can actually be both genders now, unlike real life, where well, you are one way more or the other. Genders, so there's no, no, not there's, including any of the other ones. Deuce, deuce does, genders. does this make Slanesh the social justice warrior of 40K? 40K? Yeah, yeah. So, no, because he doesn't care about you personally. <laughs> but he cares about your collective this identity. Is, this is a weird boon to me. Because it offers. What does it like, do? Look at the difference between what corn gives you versus what Slanesh gives you. Well, you got to think corn is about violence. Slanesh is about excess. This would help in excess. Now you, now you have both male and female emotions. Now you've opened yourself, your mind up to both uh. viewpoints. You're able to absorb more. Hmm. So that's why it's useful, right? Because it's not, it's not all just violence. No, of course not. So but that, that's how I would say it's useful. Hmm. Maybe. No. How do? How is that not? Uh, how is that not useful? Because you can serve Slanesh, and you do not have to be a violent person. True. Right? You don't have to kill True. a single person. So, True. Yeah, and if you're both champions... If I was really... a champion of Slanesh, yeah. I'd probably want something different. But maybe that's proof as to that I should not be a champion <laughs> yeah. exactly. of Slanesh. Exactly. Because you, you're probably better off as corn if you're just wanting something violent. Whoa, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I want the father. <laughs> Father Nurgle. Father Nurgle. <laughs> and his great many gifts and boons. Yeah. Okay, so there's my rant for you. We okay. just lost 47 followers, but I gained one friend. Ooh. <laughs> the power of belief in myself. That is not a friend. <laughs> it is my eternal friend it's who's never let me down. It's warmth in the night. <laughs> That's uh, fucking weird. So Nurgle. <laughs> Nurgle's boon that we listed here is Nurgle's Cloud of Flies. This is a thick cloud of flies that surrounds the champion, so anyone wishing to attack him in close combat gets distracted by swirling and stinging insects. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh. That's gross. It is. Super gross. Um, I just picture, like, a, a jump marine. Like, he, he lands. <laughs> He's trying to, like, land into it, and then the bugs just, like, go into all his engines and... You ever? Uh, I know you. You have this experience, Eric, dry, riding a dirt bike at night yeah. in the countryside, and your oh. helmet is just like. 
gross. And you can't wipe it off. And you look down on your jacket and you're covered in bugs. It's like kind of like that. It's really annoying. Have you ever like had your jacket open? And then, like, your collar, like, you know, you're just down a little bit. Blowing, yeah, 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 got, exactly. You got a deep V on. I, Well, you know, <laughs> deeper deep. the V, the deeper the knowledge. <laughs> so you got, like, a deep V on, and, like, have you ever had a bug, like, splatter against, like, your neck? It hurts. Yeah. Uh, not only does yeah. it really hurt, yeah. but it's also gross after then you're yeah. riding for, like, an hour, and you're like, now i got to clean this off, but it's, like, caked on. Yeah. yeah. So, and yeah, bugs and are gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to read the next one? Sure. Uh, Zinch, a boon that we listed is the ecstatic duplication. Uh, upon the bear's death, he divides into two blue horrors, then he may later be reborn from their congealed essence. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah. It's like a version of immortality. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Zinch, the changer, the shaper, the twister, the deceiver. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he's cool. So, those are all just some examples. There's many more. Of um, course, yes. Many different boons tons. that the gods can give yeah. you. So I actually read the list of them. There's like at least 30 I read for each one. Do you remember any, any of them that kind of stuck out to you? or? Uh, not at this moment. Okay. I, yeah, no, not at the moment, but the ones you read, I definitely read as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. They're crazy. Yeah, some they're, they're, very- there's like some, yeah. I remember there was some really sick ones. I'm surprised you guys didn't mention them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a family-friendly podcast. Uh, well. Really? <laughs> really? I, actually, I am family friendly. So I actually That's a first. I don't know why I was on, but I was on like our Reddit and yeah. like when we initially made like the Reddit, someone sure. was like, Hey, is this like a family oh, geez, friendly yes. podcast? And you answered back like Yes, and the guy was like, I want to listen to this in the car with the kids in the car. <laughs> I and, still do. And, and <laughs> you were like, oh, yeah, this is like a friendly podcast. Sure, we swear every once in a while, but no, it's super, like, content super family friendly. friendly. And I'm thinking back over the course of, like, the past oh, year and what we've done, and I'm like, please oh. don't tell me this guy listened to oh, it with his man. kids. <laughs> That's awesome. I just thought it was really funny. Yeah, no, I don't, think, I don't think 40K in general is family friendly. No, no it's probably not. Except for the children's books that we're Well, yeah, I was have. just about to mention that. So when that first came out, I was kind of peeved about it. But I, so when uh, when what I was peeved about and what everyone else was peeved about seemed like, or what people think people were peeved about sure. are different things. So what I didn't like about it, not that they were simplifying 40K or making it childish. What I didn't like about it is the main characters, one of them didn't like, guns oh, <laughs> what and still had a place in 40k yeah like like i get it you gotta tone it down but you still gotta fucking murder things i'm sorry <laughs> you still need a last pistol so it, this this all depends to me like because there are many people in the universe of 40k who yeah. have never touched a gun and sure, never seen one. sure sure and there's lots of people who hate violence yes right but if you want to be involved in the grand scheme of the yeah. universe in 40k if you want to be in the thick of what's happening you cannot hate war. You cannot yeah, exactly. hate yeah. killing. Like, if, if that's what children think that 40K is going to be They about, are going to be so disappointed later when they realize actually what tra- it's actually yeah. Probably so, more traumatized. Right, yeah. They're going to have such an emotional <laughs> yeah. connection of understanding <laughs> of what it is. And then all <laughs> of a sudden they realize, like, wait a second, this is about, like, demons bursting forth out of <laughs> yeah. your body. In, like, four years when yeah. that eight-year-old right. finally gets a war. <laughs> And oh yeah, Grey Knights murdering like sisters of battle yeah. so they can sanctify their armor in their blood. Like, oh, yeah. oh that's God. what 40k is about. You yeah. mean it's not about making 
friends with the Necron? Yeah. No, bud. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, so having, having said that, like, yes. I, I think those adventure books are great because, yeah, they're going to int- introduce the next generation. I could actually and, see some really cool stories, yeah. but you can't have it on the forefront. <laughs> yeah, like, there's just some things. Like, you can't have a pacifist in 40K. Like, that just shouldn't Well, fly. you can't have a live pacifist in 40K. <laughs> yeah, like... like uh, yeah, yeah. there's a difference between um, having like this gory ritual of summon summoning and then just you know killing demons with a gun like mm. I, th- there's a difference like you don't have to go as graphic with it yeah it, that, that's my rant I, it's a, not for kids a, it's just not for kids honestly, that's all there is not to for it kids, well, i'm totally gonna but, read it because i'm super curious yeah, yeah, about it, what it is yeah and i'm hoping it's more of an exploration book and sure. it's not like it's not like, yeah. a, hey, I'm ga- I'm going through the stars. It's more like this person is just living their regular life, trying to live in the Imperium, and they find, like, some crazy alien tech or something. Yeah. They, they, and they have, like, misadventures. Yeah. But as soon as an orc is in the picture, they're dead. Yeah. As soon as a Necron is in the picture, they're dead. Yeah, so we'll see what actually right. happens yeah, with I'm, it. But all in all, I think it's good. Like, you still need to get that next generation in. And, like, I know a couple people, like, right now who are like, oh, yeah, I've been teaching my daughter how to paint Warhammer, and the daughter's, like, five or six, you know? Um, so, but it's like, paint this icon of, of corn, young Betty. <laughs> it's the, the, Betty. Re- the red we're using yeah. is blood red, you know? Yeah. Ultimately 40 K is not for children. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's fine. It doesn't have to be for kids. No, just like but, Dora isn't for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Any miniature game that might be for children. Star Wars. Star maybe. Wars. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Risk. Yeah, risk. Yeah, no, but like Army Monopoly, men, like yeah, that you can paint and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, modeling. Yeah, just model. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no, they paint have like, and play though. I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm like sure there. Like, Lord of the Rings, maybe. Lord of the Rings would be uh, good. It'd probably be more family friendly, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a couple other ones too. I don't know a whole bunch about War Machine and Hordes, but just off of what I do know, it's not nearly as grim, dark, and like vicious as like 40k and depressing and depressing mm. like 40k is well, not for children but. maybe we'll just have to start a frozen miniature game or <laughs> yeah honestly that probably is even one oh out there my like, God. like the- do you want to paint a snow <laughs> <laughs> come on uh, grab that white <laughs> yeah so having said so, that so rant the to nose sum it up, will be orange the arms are brown we're gonna make them fight. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it, snowball, Jordan. Snowball fight. Snowball fight. Yeah, snowball fight. Yeah, it's of frozen. Of course, of course. <laughs> of course. It's a strategy snowball fight game. Yeah. That's awesome. Having said that, it'll be a good place for people to start at a very young age, but just don't go too young. Ooh, yeah, and, and don't censor it for your children, please. Yes, yes. Don't have them painting Slanesh. That would probably yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, that's Mommy, all. What's this? What Anyways. color is this boob supposed to be? <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes okay cool uh, yeah. all right Anyways. good stuff Whew. aspiring champions yeah. okay so uh there i didn't put it in the notes but we'll talk about one thing uh before we talk about aspiring champions sure. and that's just um chaos rabble ribble rabble and that's just like like any, the lost and the damned yeah just anyone who's chaos like you're most people are just servants of chaos only the exceptional become aspiring champions. Mm. Champions. So yes, that is a good point yeah. to make. Like out of the ten million cultists, one of them, is or whatever the ratio champion. is, yeah, yeah. But it's not like, hey, Jim and Tom and Rod are all aspiring champions. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but so 
let's talk about what is cool, and that's Aspiring Champions. So the biggest thing about Aspiring Champions, that like the biggest characteristic trait for them, is ambition. You have to be ambitious to rise through that ranks. Lots of people, people are oftentimes just, they get comfortable with their life, and if you get comfortable with your life, you're not going to get more favor from the Chaos Gods. You're not going to get that next big promotion, right? You got to actually be ambitious enough to go out of your way and sacrifice an entire planet to the Dark Gods. Simple. Easy peasy. You know? Super simple. But you have to have that ambition. And all of these uh, things that we're talking about, all of these like aspiring champions, uh, god champions, and uh, demon demonhood champions, <laughs> demon hoods, they're, <laughs> the all, hoods of demons. they're all ambitious, if nothing else. Um, where you could be possessed, you could get chaos gifts, you could have all that stuff, and you're not, you, you might not be ambitious. It might happen to you accidentally, even. This is an intentional act to become one of these. And, uh, ooh, I just got a Reddit thing saying, Lorehammer is awesome. I don't know what that <laughs> is, though. Save it for later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the one thing that defines these categories away from everything else. Uh, so, aspiring champions are in charge of the left lesser servants of chaos. So usually they would be like your sergeant equivalents or they're the leaders of uh, a certain gang. Um, and they are the, they, they usually give the direction of everyone behind them. Like, um, we're going to be serving corn. Like, let's follow me into corn. We're going to be doing this ritual. This is our goal. They're the leadership. Um, they're given access to a bunch of different powers and stuff. Like, they're, they're the ones who are actually going to be given boons. They're the ones actually going to be given gifts and stuff. Like, yes, there will be lesser guys that might have a warp mutation. But most likely, this is the rank that's going to start actually opening up all these crazy options. Right. It's an active seeking out Ex of this exactly. of God's power. Yeah. Um, Heretic Astartes leaders are usually aspiring champions. I kind of said that before, but um, yeah. So that's kind of aspiring champions. They, they're just they're trying to become a champion of God. They're doing the deeds. They're, they're building a name for themselves amongst the gods. And uh, eventually you do enough bad things and uh, the gods will actually take notice of you. So is this, um, is this trying to avoid possession? You could probably still be possessed. Like you might have possessed people who are like, okay, 50% of the time I'm in charge, 50% you're in charge. Like demon take over in battle. Other than for that, you're taking the back seat to me. Like, that could be possible. Hmm. Yeah, there might be give and take between it. Yeah. How the hell would you restrict a demon, though? <laughs> once you, well, yeah. runes and rights of binding. Well, oh, on yourself. But also, yeah. like, right? the less that you have to fight with the demon, the less energy it has to, like, exert to expel its will over you. Yeah. It can be more powerful later. Yeah, yeah. fair yeah. enough. So yeah. you, there are there are possessed, possessed aspiring champions. Okay. Um, yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, eventually you do enough bad things and eventually the God takes notice of you and you become a champion of the God. And, uh, these people are even more ambitious because that's the thing. You can you, never stop. You can never stop. And as soon as you stop, you're going to lose favor with the gods. Exactly. So you always have to be taking that next step, that next evil deed. Um, and the big thing about this is where before, if you're an aspiring champion, you could petition to Slanesh and you know what you could do a bunch of rituals and be like maybe it's not for me and then you can change and now you're uh, petitioning Kor and you're petitioning Nurgle right uh, where when you are a god champion that means the gods have noticed you and at this point they have given you their blessing and if so you change you're marked for them you are marked and if you change bad things are going to happen for you 
um, you're treated as treated as a traitor, as a heretic, mm. even more heretical than before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you're specifically lying to a god, a heretic to a chaos marine. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so if you break like that that bond with the god, the god is going to be pissed, and now you are definitely marked for death, death or torment, eternal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they are given access to even more specific god powers. So these are the ones where you're going to be getting like collars of corn and right, and the like the plague of flies around. Exactly, you. that's you're going like to be getting a, these a go- like as a champion. Yeah, these specific things where before, like anyone can mutate and get wings, but yeah, this is more these specific things, and um, they're usually like lone wolves or like uh, the leaders of uh, Astartes war bands. But this could even be spread to. Uh, it could be the leaders of this minor Xenos race who is like super, I don't know, evil. Yeah. You know? It's not always just heretical stuff. No, That's course. just the most common and the easiest one to relate to, the most information on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they would lead the, these are actually like the leaders of the war bands and uh, they have definitely the most favor with the chaos gods. So yeah, uh, eventually, yeah, you keep doing horrible things and you, you're ambitious and if you stop being ambitious, bad things happen to you. So you have to keep trying to get that next step. You have wings. Now you want a third eye. Now you want this next step. Now you want all these different mutations, right? You're just trying to get as much of the warp power as you can to keep getting um, favor favor of, with of the, the gods. God. Because the ultimate goal of pretty much of any of this, yeah, pretty any pretty much any of these champions is to get to demonhood which is where, when you become like a demon yourself. And we'll talk more about it in a minute. But uh, that's the ultimate goal. So you got to constantly there, advancing and yeah, pushing your limits. There's a point, there, there's like a point of no return yeah. on this, right? Mm-hmm. Where like, sure, maybe you're dabbling, you've got your toe in, but then as soon as like that demon god like has, or as soon as like that chaos god has like started to focus on you, yeah. you have reached that point where you're like, I can't go back. Yeah. If I take a step back, like... I lose favor I'm and I'm hunted. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But if I, I have to keep moving forward because there's no stopping and there's no going back on this. Yeah. You're screwed. And <laughs> would that be the God champion point, you think? Like once you become a champion of the God, that's when the like Nurgle is taking specific yeah, interest yeah, yeah. in you. Yeah. Where aspiring champions, like if they fall out of favor with Korn, it's not really. It's not the end of the world. They never were really in favor with Korn. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so you're pushing forward. So now you have all these crazy mutations. And eventually, what can happen to some is chaos spawned them. <laughs> a writhing mass of flesh, tentacles, claws, eyes, mouths. Yeah. And basically, yeah, what happens is you, you get so much warp power in you that you just you explode from warp power. Like, you become this gibbering blob of flesh mutating constantly, shifting from all these different mutations. Um, you've, you've lost it, yeah. effectively. No yeah, good. and like... This is probably the most common fate for uh, a god champion. Yeah. Well, death would probably be most combat or most common, but more chaos spawn is going to happen compared to demonhood. demonhood. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the victim just has too many mutations, and they cannot handle the stress. Their body just explodes from mutations, and then they're gibbering mess with no control. And at this point, the gods abandon your paltry flesh. These are my sacrifice. notes. <laughs> it, 
<laughs> in favor of someone more suited to their goals. You weak, insignificant, useless pile of flesh pus. <laughs> yeah, dumb yeah. spawn. Yeah, and at this point, like you've no, you no longer have your sanity. Like no. there's nothing You're to done. you. You're done. Yeah, you're done. You're cut off. Yeah, exactly. And like, oftentimes you're just herded into combat with a bunch of other chaos spawn. So that kind of just fills out the entire role of chaos spawn. Then you yeah, just, they're, they're just pushed in the battle and basically killed. And if they kill things, great. But yeah, and if the, they didn't, there's more where that came from. Yeah, but ultimately <laughs> at this point they are just mindless creatures. Sayonara. Yeah, they're done. But if you do happen to make it past this champion of the god if you successfully can hold on to your sanity in your body as you gain in favor and gifts and mutations from the god you ascend to demonhood which is where the- you are a hood for the demon is that the joke is that, what we're doing? <laughs> that is the joke yes, but okay. it's no longer funny <laughs> yeah i have a tendency to ruin things i've been told then mark had to come <laughs> along ruin the day uh this is the the top. You can't go past this mm. yeah. as, a, as a champion of the gods. Um, so this is like, you've, your name is like feared. Yeah. Like galaxy-wide. Yeah. Like the common imperial citizen wouldn't know, but maybe they would. Right. But like definitely you, like other, other champions know your name. In you've fact, done, they hate you. Yeah, yeah. Because you're ascending. Yeah. You know, like... You've done some horrible things at this <laughs> yes. point. Your soul is done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so why would anyone ever want to achieve demonhood? Immortality. There you go. And how do you become immortal? It's, it's true immortality, too. It's not mm-hmm. like... It's not it, space immortality. No, where, yeah, they don't die from age, but you can still put them down with a bolter. Yeah, or it's not even that uh, too furry, the the blue furry immortality where, like, if you die, your body goes into two oh, things and yeah. goes back together. Like, it's, it's even greater yeah. than that immortality. Mm. This immortality is, like, if a bullet is th- put through your skull, you just leave this realm of existence and you're, you recreate yourself yeah. in the immaterium and then you just wait for yeah. your next chance to come to the materium mm. yeah because literally it's in the title demonhood you become a demon you become a warp yeah. creature yourself yeah, the, the god fully accepts you into like his fold yeah and you trade your human soul and your mortality for their power yeah um yeah and at this point too you lose like any semblance of your your mortality your human body like even your human thoughts, your human emotions, at this point, like, you have completely shifted to this different being. Yeah, and, of course, like, demons do not perceive anything the same way that we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, like, time and stuff? Of and course like, not. Yeah, yeah, like, they have endless time. They're immortal. They yeah. are truly immortal. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Usually, uh, you will have selected a god at this point. but well, you have to have. No, no, there are examples of undivided demonhoods. Really? Um, I thought yeah. you said that uh, at the god champions, they are aligned to one god specifically. Yeah, so the thing about Chaos 2 is this is not like a stack progression necessarily. There are many ways to achieve demonhood, right? Okay, um, this would just be like the next power level. Yeah, exactly. Because um, like, you could potentially become, get demonhood and not be an aspiring champion. Like, Sure, you can right? skip it. 
if, if the god yeah, is there. If you do something so heinous, your first bad deed is also the most heinous deed in the galaxy. You yeah. become a demon. You're gonna skip yeah. all those extra but, steps. Yeah, like it's very rare. Most uh, most uh, demon princes will have uh, a, an aligned god. What is a demon prince? A uh, demonhood. Okay. Yeah. So, demonhood. Demonhood is what it is. The title is demon prince. So when yeah. you that's ascend, what you are. You are yeah. a demon prince. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no such thing as a hood for a demon. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just let's be clear on that. But yeah, so most likely, though, you have aligned yourself to one god. But there are still energies, there's still warp energies that can give you power. Okay, so there, there are a couple things that you actually give up when you ascend. Um, the main one being your human connection. But there comes with some restrictions to that as well. Because demons cannot exist naturally in the materium yeah in our realm mm. yeah and eventually they expend their energy and they have to go back and regrow right essentially. and and that is something you actually give up by being a demon you can no longer uh naturally exist in this realm yeah, yeah. um but this also means that you can be banished yeah right you can be killed but you resurrect in the um immaterium but another thing is you must be summoned or you physically have to enter the materium through a warp rift, which yeah. I can only assume requires an insane amount of energy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not not any demon can walk through that rift. I can assume. Like I have um, to assume. No, I I think it's pretty open. That's what makes like uh, the Great Warp Rift so crazy. Is because now demons can pour out literally anywhere in the galaxy, or in not anywhere, but in it that just, huge rift. I, I know what you're saying. Because why would they? Why would we not have been completely overrun? Mm. We pretty much are, but we're not. Because then the Games Workshop wouldn't be making money anymore. Yeah, I just I. <laughs> it it would just be so easy for them to be like, yeah, like it's not it's not as simple as stepping through. Like you have to you have to be like a certain level, and it takes a lot of energy. Like I can this is this would be my easy understanding of it is that. If someone is summoning you, yeah. they are providing the energy for you to come to this realm. Okay. If you're stepping through the door yourself, you're giving up a portion of energy in order to go through. So your time would be less than if you were summoned. And that is not canon at all because I've read that nowhere. That's but just how you see it. That's how I see it because yeah, it, it's possible. it means like, hey, if you're like a blood, if you're like a blood letter, yeah. like, uh, and you want to step through, like maybe you've only got two years. But if someone summons you, you've got ten years mm. of time or whatever. Like so, yeah. No, I know like, what you're saying. I would way rather be summoned. But if I needed to, I could step out. I I think the the limitation is more just you have to come through an existing warp rift. But they exist. Which, and the Eye of Terror has been there for ten thousand years. Yeah, but it's also heavily fortified. Like, and then you also have to travel to the place. So okay, so now you you have just been spewed out of the eye of terror but now your intended target is on the opposite side of the galaxy yeah you're spending 10 years getting there oh by the time you get there you only have a year left like i know what you're saying but you can a demon can extend their time in the in the materium by like rituals and crazy acts yeah so like as long as they are continuing to serve their god and fulfill their purpose you can technically be out indefinitely sure I don't know. There's. I don't have a good. Sure. I don't have a good one for this. Yeah. But I think. I think it is something that is worth pondering. <laughs> yeah. Sure. For me. Sure. 
I'm not saying you're wrong. Just not saying you're right. You're right. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I'm that's, not saying I'm better, wrong. I'm that's not better saying... than I normally get out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is very normally true. Normally, you just get hate crimes out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have to come into the either being summoned or through a warp rift. But since you're a demon at this point, now you can also be banished. So that's also one of the drawbacks to being a demon prince. Uh, you can also be killed but you get resurrected like yeah it's just the way any demon functions you kill it in real space it poof now it's just that echoed really nice yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> now you're back in the warp and now you have to kind of rebuild your power reform yourself exactly. but then you can go out and cause terror again yes uh so the greatest example of demonhood would be the demon primarchs yeah so those are like the ultimate ultimate demons yeah, yeah. and they uh, are the most powerful yeah just for an example um Puterabo of the unwarriors uh erebus of the word bearers um i think there's one other they're all demon princes of undivided really yeah because erebus a, is undivided yeah because he worships all the chaos. i guess that well, makes not sense. sorry logar logar my yeah. bad um but yeah like there's only the four gods angron uh, Mortarion, Magnus, and Fulgrim. Uh, Fulgrim, yeah, that are actually dedicated to one of the gods. All the other ones are just undivided. Interesting. Mm. So there's an example of there are actually undivided demons. Okay. But yeah, so like you said, those are probably the most predominant, the most well-known. Most powerful. Most powerful. Um, but having said that, there is one notable one that we're going to talk about, and that's Doombreed. <laughs> yes. You want to take over? No. No, I, I don't know that much other than... than um, He's he's one of the greatest demon princes that chaos has, I believe. Is he a corn? I think he is. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, he's corn. He is. The re- he rose to demonhood. <laughs> mm. Sweet, sweet demonhood. <laughs> uh, uh, through acts of uh, genocide on Terra, yeah, in, on ancient Terra. So I've heard. I've heard people postulate that he could could have been Hitler. Yeah. I think Mark thinks he he was Genghis Khan, which is totally reasonable. There's no you, yeah. you have no idea. Yeah, but, but then we even got into the discussion like uh, Alexander the Great could have been yeah. him. Yeah, like, it literally could have been like yeah. any any mass murderer, conqueror, yeah. genocidal and, maniac. And I think too, what what's really famous about him as well is he's the first human to attain. Attain yes. Demonhood. Yeah, he was the first. Well, yeah, Corn was very, very new in his life. Yeah, yeah. Around this time, because Corn is like what? So Apparently, yeah, he was born during like uh, the medieval. Yeah, something like that. I yeah. don't know if that's been retconned or or not, but yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, this is Corn is supposed to be relatively new in his life when hmm. when this has happened. So it's like one of his first champions. Yeah, right? yeah and exactly. he's human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, another thing he's known for is wearing a cape made of a thousand skulls of space marines. Fuck. <laughs> what a cape. Holy shit. Okay, so, so how much is a human skull? Let's say five pounds for a space marine skull? Because it's like also like hardened, thickened. Sure. So 5,000 pound Oh yeah, cape. it's heavy. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's cool. He's really yeah. cool. He's like, as, as far as I understand, he's like the most powerful, if not... Yeah, like and or uh, one of the most powerful. Yeah, and usually the like powerful. these older ones, like there's another super famous old one. I forget his name. Um, fuck, but 
the usually the older you are, the more power you have as yeah. well. So like Doom Breed was given just, like a, a shit ma- ton of power, like, so much it power. Over yes. and, and that's also it too. Yeah, you build upon it. So could yeah. you could you gather so much power as a demon prince that you could rival a god? Is that possible? No. Okay. Yes. So the the potential is there. Would the but god they would, ever let? They you? They would never and let you. Yeah. You have. They have so much. Like well, no matter what you do, you're a drop in the ocean. Mm. So here's the thing, though, that. Uh, have we're to be we're playing the one-sided of this. We're saying, would one ever rebel against a god? Yeah. Obviously, that would that could never happen because the god can just take the power away. But what? Scarbrand. Yeah. But what happens if uh, Doombreed goes against Slanish? What? Why could Doombreed not amass enough power? Because we know that the power levels of the gods flux and wane depending on like, oh, if nobody did any sacrifices to Slanish today, he weakens, right? So potentially one could get more powerful than Slanish. It doesn't mean that he can now destroy Slanish because right. none of the gods can be destroyed. But he might be able to kick Slanish's butt for a day until, you know, until the, power, the powers of the warp flex and wane again and then everything shifts because mm-hmm. it's an eternal uh, conflict. I guess, yeah. Right? So, hmm. so f- coming from just, that aspect... Like, the powers of them are so... of the gods are so great... Sure, yes. I'm not saying this has happened. I'm saying it could be possible. Of course. Potential um, for anything. Maybe yeah. if he was like billions of years old. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, and like, for all we know, like one of the gods might eventually become weakened. Like we know in like uh, Age of Sigmar, like Slanish has been like severely weakened and even like almost destroyed. Hmm. So therefore, like any of the corn servants in Age of Sigmar are essentially more powerful than Slanish. Hmm. So. Hmm. Interesting, but that having said that, that's in a different game entirely. Hmm. So. Just the same writers, <laughs> <laughs> so, you yeah, know. But that's that's an interesting question, actually. Yeah. I like that. But uh, yeah, so don't become, don't fall to chaos and become a demon prince, Primarch, anything. Don't do anything like that. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be beneficial for you. <laughs> you probably anybody. won't win. Yeah, because uh, ultimately, at that stage, you are kind of a pawn. Yes, yeah. you have given up any independence of yourself for the for the god that you now serve like if you don't follow the god's whims he'll take the power away not saying that like the god is in complete control but like if the god does look upon you and ask you to do something and you say no it's uh you're fucked you're fucked yeah yeah, yeah. but or maybe corn picks you up and throws you across time and space <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh you yeah. know <laughs> who knows <laughs> you just your usefulness yeah has to outweigh your obstinance yeah. <laughs> like Maybe Quorn will let you do whatever the hell you want so long as you are, the blood is still flowing. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, as, yeah. As long as you keep making little tricks and changes, <laughs> Zinch is going to be okay with whatever you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's, that's kind of all to say about Yeah, that. that's, that's all we've got for Gifts of Chaos. Yeah. Like, just anyone can serve Chaos. Anyone could become a Demon Prince. Like, I'm sure there's Eldar Demon Princes out there. They would probably be incredibly rare. <laughs> yes. But why not? Yeah, why not? That, yeah. That's the main thing is yeah. that why not? Every single person has the potential. There are very few rules when it comes to chaos. So Yeah, well, it's what happens when you're dealing with magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got some listener questions that we'll go through. Okay, Mark, you want to list them off? Okay, so... Do you want me to just read all the questions first? Uh, list no, them all, list we'll off do all one the... by one by one at a time. Oh, 
you gotta be more clear with me. Sorry. I'm a simpleton, Eric. <laughs> he's a demon inside him, and he's trying to creatively <laughs> interpret the question. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> no, no, no. Just in case my mom listens, I don't have a demon inside <laughs> me, mom. I, I don't. <laughs> That's just the demon. <laughs> That's the demon talking. Uh, okay. That's what a demon would say. Cody says, so question. What if anything could corrupt a gray knight? I feel it's nigh impossible, but just wanted to hear your thoughts. Best of luck, guys. Mm. Uh, my thoughts are it's impossible because Games Workshop says it's impossible. The plot mm. armor is way yeah. too thick mm, on the yeah. gray knights. What could do it? Anything. Um, it's chaos. Primaris demons could do it. It's a made-up thing, Eric. I'm making fun oh, of Games okay. Workshop and, <laughs> and writing <laughs> shitty lore counter already gotcha. good established lore. Um, <laughs> it's a joke. I don't. I yeah. I don't think anything could ever corrupt a Grey Knight. No, it, it's just so written into the lore that as soon as one falls, it kind of takes away from Grey Knights, yeah. where they're that incorruptible thing. And at that point, if one falls, then what's the point of having them? That now they're yeah. just another chapter who's just made for a specific purpose. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they lose that special snowflakeness. Yeah. Also, I. So let's just say hypothetically, one of them is falling. Sure. Um, I think the Grey Knights would be very well aware, and they would very much put him down before anything happened. Yeah. yeah. So, a very similar way to um, the High Fleets, how they will yeah. mm. cut off whatever. Yeah has that risk of that taint yeah that makes i sense. could see the gray knights doing yeah because every he probably gray... even does it to himself if yeah anything. <laughs> just yeah. kills himself no yeah. for real yeah. like <laughs> but like all gray knights are psychers and they like and form extremely like extremely powerful psychers. yeah and they they're in a squad with each other they're all like communicating with their minds like you are you know your battle brothers like intimately like well because the, nothing exists about them right like yeah. all of you are like killing machines and that's yeah. all yeah so if you were slipping to chaos, people would pick up on it, and there would be conversations with violence. Yeah. <laughs> Violent conversations. Violent conversations. <laughs> I don't think anything could. No, I don't either. Um, and I hope that stays. But I hope so. Yeah, it's one of the things that just makes them so unique. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jacob asks, "How many chaos champions actually have boons or blessings from multiple gods?" And also, are there any big rivalries or hatred between followers of different gods? Like, how often do you see multiple armies of different gods fighting alongside each other? That's a big question. So, the first question was, how many Chaos Champions actually have boons and blessings from multiple gods? Obviously, there is no exact number. Innumerable. But we do know that it is possible. Abaddon the Despoiler from the Black Legion. Yeah. He has the favor of all four Chaos and, Gods. And he and, actually went to each of them individually yeah. and got their blessing. Yeah. Hmm. So so we do know it's possible. It's just not very likely. Like, it's not going to be a common occurrence. Oh, my gosh. How much? Oh, my gosh. You, no, just like how much would you have to do yeah. for all yeah. four of That's them? That's insane. Like, as far as I can think, there's only Abaddon. But having said that, there could be more. There, there is, but it also there must be more. yeah, of course. But, but it also is like, how do you like? Do you consider Malala god? Like, do you consider any of the lesser chaos powers as gods? Yeah, right. Like, of course, you can get multiple boons and yeah. blessings yeah. from multiple gods. Absolutely. Um, are there any big rivalries or hatred between followers? Um, yes, like. Like corn hates Zinch. Yeah. So if you're a champion of corn, 
you hate champions of Zinch. Yeah, yeah. And you there's... think they're dumb chicken. <laughs> dumb chicken. <laughs> dumb chicken. Uh, Look at all so those chickens. <laughs> that's what's going through my head. Uh, like a, a champion of corn pointing to a bunch of champions yeah, yeah. of Zinch. Um, awesome. I'm just thinking of like actual specific rivalries. Like really, they're all like even you can have corn guys rivals with other corn guys. Actually, that's a horrible example because of course they don't yes. care where the blood flows. But you can have sli- slanish ones um, in rivalry rivalry with other slanish ones because like it's all about ambition. If somebody else is taking that spotlight from you, how are you supposed to rise to that yes. next rank? Yeah, right? everything about being chaos is extremely personal. Yeah, like you're not you you are not altruistic in chaos at all. You are not trying to help your friend your cause, like yeah. you will stab them in the back in a heartbeat yeah if it furthers your goal yeah so like hatred why not yeah and then the final part of his question was how often do you see gods fighting alongside each other we've said it kind of multiple times in this episodes you can do violent things perfectly right both gods both slanish and corn are being fed I'll- yeah so so like, and so the chaos gods constantly play like a game between each other yeah. to try and see who has control in the immaterium yeah right. but also like all of them want access to the materium yeah right and like they will make alliances like to like do pushes like doesn't yeah. Abaddon's Black Crusade like use all of them yeah because he has like the blessings of all the gods yeah so all of them are granting him like demons and yeah. armies yeah right and just because it happens with him like it must happen other places as well exactly yeah. okay so oh and then he said this is more from Jacob yeah okay oh and I don't know how much you guys are going to talk about the Chaos Space Marines but how do they refill ranks they can't rely on traitor chapters, so are they harvesting gene seeds and recruiting from a planet or traitor guard? So this is a big question, and when we do like a Chaos Space Marine-specific episode, we'll get a lot more into depth yeah. in this. But basically, uh, Space Marines still have Chaos Space Marines still have gene seed. They still have apothecaries that are, are getting gene seed. As for the recruits, um, there's such thing as like demon worlds where people are born and die um, on like demon worlds, and yeah, they would recruit from them. They also will kidnap other planets' recruits. Um, they will also even uh, kidnap fully developed space marines from other chapters and uh, bring them in. Yeah, they'll also take other chapters' gene seeds for their own because, yeah. like, you kind of lose that coherency once you yeah. become a chaos space marine. Yeah. So it's not nearly like the pureness of it yeah. is not nearly important as important to them yeah. as it is to the loyalists. Yeah. But the the vast majority of the recruits, I would say, come from, like, demon worlds, which are... Because there's a lot of them. The yeah. Eye of Terror is a pretty big place. Yeah, <laughs> full of demon worlds. So, yeah. Yeah. And any cultists or whatever, like... Yeah. Anyone. Anyone yeah. and everyone. Like they'll they'll are... kidnap what they can't get through uh, conscripts and volunteers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the one funny thing, too, is, like, Chaos Space Marines could go to, like, a loyalist planet's recruiting... And like run them through the same rituals, and like the 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 recruits probably wouldn't even know the difference between a chaos space marine and a regular. What you want me to kill my brother? Like that's how I have to prove myself to be to be strong enough to become an Astartes. Yeah. That could happen in both both loyalist and heretical Astartes, Absolutely. right? So yeah. like they could even like just pretend to. I <laughs> know oh, we're the good guys. Give us some, you know, like yeah, yeah, so. exactly. 
And then by the time they realize it, it's too late. It's too late. (laughs) So, Uh, Derek asks, is it better to be mono-blessed or undivided blessed? Does Nurgle really want to really love me and want to give me hugs? (laughs) Is it gay to be for Slanish or straight? (laughs) (laughs) The deep questions. (laughs) Reword that one. It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, like if you follow Slanish, does that make you gay or straight? Yes. Are you gay for Slanish or are you straight for Slanish? Oh, I see, I see, I see. Fuck. Both. (laughs) I'm both. I have the capacity to be both. Good for you. It depends on what face they're wearing. (laughs) Oh, God. Right? Interesting, yes. Isn't that how it works? Yeah, Slanish is gender fluid. Right, exactly. (laughs) I'm neither. I'm not gay or straight for Slanish. I'm just sex. Your sex for Slanish. Your sex for Slanish. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, oh, God. So he says, is it better to be monoplast? So <laughs> I don't see gender. <laughs> I don't even see gender. Oh, my God. So woke. So progressive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it better to be monoplast or undivided? I would say probably monoplast. I think you'd get further undiv- uh, in mono. Yeah. yeah really? You stuck with a yeah. specific god you'd get more powerful because if you're undivided like you're not you're never giving as much attention to a specific god Mm. so they won't give you as much yeah you might get a little bit of everything or you could stick with uh corn and get like a huge boon yeah yeah Yeah. uh it's funny that we always just use corn as an example he's the easiest he's the easiest to relate to all of us are angry people i can actually say his name that helps (laughs) like fucking chesnich change happening um jared asks if corn were throwing a barbecue <laughs> what side would you bring uh jalapeno hot poppers potato salad macaroni salad um you guys are only bringing salads i'm doing potato salad jalapeno hot poppers yeah I'm bringing beer. <laughs> Ooh, nice. This is going to be a good barbecue. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, nice. Sounds good, yeah. It. It's unfortunately that we have to kill somebody at the right. end of the barbecue. Of course. No, and to, probably eat we're them. barbecue. Yes, yeah. it's un- that's unfortunate, but... Yeah. You have to bring a side and a human sacrifice. <laughs> that's what it, the stipulations are. Uh, Chris, is this our Chris? No. Okay, a different Chris. Yeah. Uh, you you <laughs> are Chris. Fabius Bonds. <laughs> Is this one mine? <laughs> you are Fabius Bile, master and weaver of the flesh. After many attempts, you finally succeeded in subdue, subduing and acquiring specimens of the new primary space marine. Fuck. <laughs> you are eager to experiment and breed a legion of chaos primaris marines. Well, that's just not true. <laughs> what, he's, he wouldn't be? I am not eager. You are not eager. I am not eager to do Get that. Get these filthy heretics out of my office. How would you do it? I wouldn't. What heretical adaptations? It already is heretical. (laughs) Mark, let me read the damn man's damn question. What heretical adaptations and enhancements would you choose and why? Would you share your secrets with the other traitor legions? Um, you can go first. I like you like on a gene seed level. Yeah, you don't do anything. I don't think. Like, the Chaos Space Marine Gene Seed, like, should be pretty close. Like, it might be corrupted by the Chaos Powers. Yeah. The the thing is, like, he didn't... The Primaris do not use new Gene Seed. It's just they add three new organs. So, essentially, mm. I don't... 
No, that, yeah. But they're all of them are completely untainted and uncorrupted. So that would be super old gene seed before any corruptions took place. Sure. But ultimately... Like, you cannot create a Primaris taking out a regular Space Marine's gene seed. Yes, you can. Well, they don't. But you can. But you, but they don't. But you do. No, because I don't you think do. they... do. That's how new Primaris are made. No, I think they're only taken out of Primaris Marines. No. It's the exact same gene seed. But dude. the gene seed is, is 100% uncorrupted. That's what they say. Yeah. Uh, to so how... So, like, if you had... How could you create a Primaris from, like, a salamander's... Or, no, like a... It just... Like, the, the, the Blood Angels don't suffer from the... That rage drink anymore, do they? Um, no, but... Go, go, go read. Go, go do some reading. On what? Primaris Marines. The, the first ones, you're right, are completely, they're from the original samples or whatever. Okay. But new Primaris are made from just any gene seed. The gene seed itself is no different. If it's corrupted, that just means you have a corrupted Primaris Marine. It's just the initial Primaris Marines, we just haven't gone far enough into the future. So the, the, the Blood Raven or the Blood Angels don't suffer from the Black Rage because all of them were made from that initial batch. But as soon as they start making from... Like the regular yeah, Marines. Because uh, otherwise, the Primaris Project is a flop, right? Because they do not have an unlimited amount of untainted gene seed, so they are going to have to use tainted gene seed eventually. Otherwise, what was the point of it? You have 50 Marines and then well, they're done and spent. Well, but you... the gene seed itself is no different. It's just they add organs. Sure, it might be... A little less corrupted, but I mean the first line. Yeah. Uh, they have a more Primaris Marines are larger and more physically powerful than their standard cousins. In addition to having a more stable gene seed, how could you create a more stable gene seed from a gene seed that's already corrupted? That's just the first ones. Like I said, they don't have an unlimited amount of gene seed though, of unsta or stable gene seed. So eventually. They're going to have to start using the gene seed from regular space marines. Otherwise, what was the point of it? It's a, it's a dead-end modification. Uh, or Games Workshop can write horrible lore and say they have an, <laughs> an infinite amount no, of no, no. untainted gene seed. No, no, no. Because like, yes. how, how long does it take for a gene seed to mature? Five years? Sure. Right? Yeah. You, so you create, it's been 200 years yeah. Right. since the Primaris were introduced. Yeah. So those 200 years, you take yeah. a... Uh, Primaris gene seed out, you extract it. Yeah. Like and now just... it's corrupted. Point zero 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 zero. Why is it corrupted now? Because it has been used once. So it's a very, very minute corruption, but it has now been corrupted point zero 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 one percent Because every every generation, it gets a little more That's corrupted. not what it says at all. That's how gene seed works. Not necessarily. That, that's why the gene seed is corrupted over 10,000 years, because each time you use it, it gets point zero 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 one percent more corrupted. It gets... Uh, genetically inferior each time. That's how genes. That's how a lot of the genes. That is not my understanding of how gene seed was corrupted at all. Some some chapters are different. Most are like that. Who are you gonna believe, Eric? <laughs> Your own mind or me? <laughs> am I gonna believe the lexicanum or am I gonna believe you? I've never read anywhere. Yeah. That the gene seed corrupts every time you use it. That is never what I've read. That's how genetics work, though. Are you a geneticist? I know if I keep using the same genes, if I keep fucking my sister that is non-existent, so I can say this, the gene degrades. 
You gotta get new genes in order to keep it fresh. If That's you just not keep the same using the same thing at all. No, if you keep using the same genes, it gets corrupted. So you're so you're saying so, I'm saying a lot of things I shouldn't so, so be the saying. So the salamanders. <laughs> the salamanders. Yes. Right? Yes. Like could you have salamanders that do not have that ebony skin? Um no. Cause that's that's since the very beginning of their like but before bef- like cuz he got that ebony skin from being on the planet who Vulcan? Uh, yeah. Yes. And they extracted his gene seed before he was even on the planet. So his gene seed that they extracted yeah. does not have that mutation. So So that means the new salamanders, the yeah. primary salamanders are not are, black. Are not black. But they definitely are painted black. That has nothing to do with what it would, so what the logic would say in the lore. Sure. Here's the thing about Primaris Marines. They're fucked. Right, right, right. We just spent right, right, right. 10 minutes talking about okay. a topic that is fucked to begin and with. And it's not even on our, it's not even so, on our normal So talk how yet. would I do Primaris Marines? I fucking wouldn't because they're horrible. <laughs> and there's you get into these stupid topics Here, of genetic modification that should never have been a, uh, asked in the first place. Here's the thing about yes. chaos. Yes. It doesn't need Primaris Marines. No, no. they have chaos powers. They have powers. chaos powers. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was Games Workshop's answer to Chaos Powers yeah, exactly. was Primaris Marines. They they aren't they don't need to fill a hole in Chaos right now. Primaris was the hole they were trying to fill in answer to Chaos. Yeah, and that and that's a very good point, and I'm glad you said that. Like, yeah, they're not we, we don't need to fill a Primaris Space Marine Chaos Space Marine hole. Yeah. Because we just up the Chaos Powers. Yeah. Right? So Yes. Let's, and and then the only other let's thing. Let's not get into this topic. That was a fun rant. I enjoyed it. <laughs> let's let's do some research. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm willing. I'm willing. I don't think enough has been written, but mm, I um, see. Yeah. We'll take a look. We'll yeah. see if uh, we the can The only find other it thing you said was, would you trade it or would share you share it? your secrets? And no, I wouldn't. No, of course not. It's all no. about personal power. Yeah. Yeah. You maybe like you maybe trade it for something, but you yeah, give them a I little might, bit. I might give them a batch of 10 Marines, but I'm definitely not saying here's the process. Exactly, yeah. yeah. No, of course not. Fabius so. is not a sharing person. <laughs> Question two. <laughs> uh, after reading up about High Fleet Kronos, I'm... What? Oh, like he did it. Chris yeah. was did this. Okay. Yeah. And how much trouble they are stirring up for Chaos and its agents. Would you consider them or Tyranids as a whole as the greatest threat against Chaos? If not the Nids, then who slash what? Greatest is tough to quantify. Mm. But I can see the Nids being a very big threat. I would say they are the greatest. Because they eradicate all life and they don't contribute to the warp. So let's say do let's you, do we know they don't contribute to the warp? I'm pretty sure they we don't. are fairly confident. Yeah, that they like do. they even create like a shadow in the warp where yeah. they like block they dampen out it out. all mm. warp and like. But so let's let's play out another mass extinction event with like let's say orcs. Orcs don't contribute to the warp. Therefore, the chaos gods, corn is still a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, their powers would definitely be weakened. But yeah, like Tyranids wipe out everything. There's nothing left. So there's nothing to feed the gods. Do you think life would come back to existence before the chaos gods died due to attrition? I, who knows? <laughs> that's that's an even more fucked question than primary. <laughs> How am I supposed to answer that? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I could see Tyranids. Like, if you yeah. if you were to say like, yes, Tyranids are the greatest threat. I could see that. Why yeah. not Necron? 
Um, oh, that's a good. Oh, because Necron enjoy uh, making slaves. Uh, they they enjoy ruling over people. So yeah, that would cause need, an emotional well, feed. Well, no, maybe yeah. not them personally, yeah. but the slaves, slaves they would, have would feed. Yeah, they no. suffer. Yeah, gotcha. Right? No, but that's a good question because yeah. I didn't even think about them. Yeah, no, but yeah. Necron Necron themselves don't contribute, but they they also can't block out the warp. I guess. Yeah. If well, you, yeah. Get enough they? of those. Uh, um, what are they called? Tiddlywinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> enough of the tiddlywinks, then you're good. <laughs> no, the black um, obelisks. Yeah, Get yeah. enough of those. Black, blackstone. Yeah, the blackstone. Anyways, yeah. Um, okay, I don't understand the last one, so you're going to do oh, that. Oh, uh, uh, last episode, I'm like, oh, go check out this guy's podcast. And then I didn't remember the name, and I felt bad about it. Go check out Hi- Hype Space, a Starfinder uh, role-playing podcast. So go check that out. Oh, I enjoyed is this, it. Is this Chris's? Yeah, this is Chris's podcast. Oh, cool. And it's just an RPG, like... And I, I have too much free time, so I just listen to stuff. So if you're looking to listen to stuff, listen to stuff. If you're not, don't. <laughs> There's my public service but announcement. But don't take my word for it. <laughs> I don't Hi, know what you want me to do. <laughs> I'm Mark. You might remember me from such podcasts as Lorehammer. <laughs> but yeah, Hype Space, a Starfinder. Have you guys, have you guys seen the Trump quotes? put on uh, Zap Brannigan pictures. <laughs> no, I haven't. It that's is awesome. absolutely hilarious. Oh, that's He's awesome. like, nobody has as good of, a, of an army as I do. <laughs> <laughs> like you they are it, pretty identical. You characters. read it in the Zap Brannigan yeah. voice. It's that is so good. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. And the last question that we have comes from Jose. Um, how come it seems that the traitor space marines that fall to chaos always seem to forget about their training and tactics and just become more of a horde? Super good question. Hmm. They are way more effective when they fight with each other. And it actually lists that when you're actually reading on the Lexicanum is that like all the possessed Marines will actually group together because they fight better together. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You just look disinterested. <laughs> I don't have to be interested. Uh, yeah, no. Isn't that uh, part of their training to fight together as yeah, space, I, normal space marines? Yes, but yeah. once they become possessed, like they would leave their squad and join like yeah. possessed marines because right. they fight better yeah. together as a whole. I, I think too we don't give enough um, credit to chaos space marines in general for their level of tactics and stuff. Um, I think really the only like crazy horde berserker ones would be corn berserkers, but like all the other ones, they are highly trained. They use tactics like oh yeah, no, they're, they're still marines. They're yes, still space marines. Yes. Now when it comes to like the cultists that follow them, um, oh it's, it's just fodder. it's mob mentality. Like one person gets really worked up, raising his pitchfork. Like everyone else starts to get worked up, and before long you're you all are just feeding off each other. That's why I would say like. Uh, they have they usually fall into that rabble and also because they're not trained usually cultists are not necessarily militant i can name an example of one that is and that's the blood pact where it's an actual uh, imperial guard regiment that fell to corn but they are not a rabble even though they fell to corn they are very organized and still an army still an army and very tactful mm. tactical tactful tactful tactical unlike me tactical <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I think that's just kind of um, a misinterpretation a little bit to say that like a regular Chaos Space Marine squad does not use tactics. Like they are highly skilled, highly trained. Yeah. They're just more dangerous because they have these god powers behind them. Yeah. 
Uh, that was uh, the end of our questions. Yeah. So I'll do a quick public service mount announcement. Sorry to everyone I offended. Obviously, I'm just an idiot on a microphone. <laughs> like, half the shit I say I don't mean. I don't want to fuck my sister. If I offend... <laughs> I don't have a sister. If I call you a faggot, I don't really care if you're, if you're fucking boys and boys. I don't care. You do you. There's my public service announcement. You know, just, I'm just an idiot with a microphone. You shouldn't take me seriously. Faggot is, a, is the word we get the most complaints about. Yeah. And it's, it's the word. That, it's the biggest yeah. buzzword. Right and here's now. the thing, though. So it like, makes me kind of want to say it a little bit. Yeah. More. Yeah. Ultimately, like, so in, in Australia, <laughs> in Australia, like calling people cunts, perfectly OK. If you say that in Canada, that's quite not maybe acceptable. Like, oh, really? if you call yeah. it, uh, it's, it's actually uh, super common. In right. But it, like, yeah. like you, you, you could call you, <laughs> yeah, you could call exactly. your mom a cunt in Australia and it could be OK. You call your mom a cunt Does it here? mean the same thing, though? It, yeah, like technically it's the same thing, but it's like what they how you are going to interpret it. Yeah. Like. So mm. it, that's just maybe that's just in Alberta, Cal- Calgary. Faggot's okay to say. That's just something we say. We're not we're not being derogatory. No, it depends like, what circles you're in. Yeah, it it, de- no, absolutely. It depends and, entirely on who you're with. Oh, sure. I, I would sure. say normally, like I would not say that. But just yeah. like there's other words, I say it with my friends. Sure. <laughs> Depending on who I'm with, I ha- you just have that sensitivity around them. You're not also dropping f bombs every two seconds in front of your mom. I do though, because okay. I find it hilarious. <laughs> but if you respected her, I don't though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just, see, like that. Obviously, I respect my mother. I'm just a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? So please don't take my retarded statements too seriously. Because <laughs> I'm just. Or See, even my retirement statement, I, know, I just offended I eight more people. <laughs> yes, you did. You did, Mark. <laughs> I think people will uh, find better things to do with their lives than be offended at you, Mark. Yeah, so I, no, I hope so. I, I hope so. But if not, I'm then they are the problem. Yeah, I'm offended. And I'm not going to change the way I talk or <laughs> act because... There's, I'm, there's I'm this offended. one. There's this one. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Quote where Max going on like uh, he's proving if evolution is right or wrong, and he's just like, "I'm not gonna change, regardless of the facts that are laid before me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dug in. <laughs> it's, just, it's too late. Yeah, it's just so funny. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for listening to our episode on <laughs> chaos. And how to attract the attention and powers of the chaos gods. Um, if you want to contact us, uh, go ahead through email, lorehammerpodcast.gmail.com. You can message us on Facebook. Just search us up on Lorehammer. Um, I'm on Twitter, lorehammer40k. Uh, we've got a, a PayPal. We've got a Patreon. We've got a Redbubble. Uh, another, something we're still collecting is oh, yeah. uh, lore stories. Oh, yeah. How did we not mention that? Yeah, I that's, don't know. Oh, because we wrote our notes before we started collecting a bunch and writing them, yes. I think. But, yeah, send us your lore stories, your homebrew lore stories. We've got a lot. We got a lot. So, But we it's have, so it's cool. Awesome. It's fun yeah. to read them. Yeah. It's fun to ask guys, you guys questions about them. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah. Other than that, I think we're good to go. Wrap this one up, Jordan. Thanks, Put it in buds. the wind column. All right, boys. Put it in the... Put it in the wind column. Fun column. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Have a good one, folks. See you later. Bye. See you.